Okay, so here we are. We are back after a couple of weeks off. It's nice to have everybody back, although it looks like uh, we have Todd back. We have Shane back. Um, and Rose, unfortunately, is not here, but she will be here hopefully next time. And uh, so we will have her character being run by one of her friends here. So that that's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll trudge on. Uh, just a couple of quick things. We did finally hit over 100 likes on the YouTube page, so I'm excited. We're sitting at 107. Um, and, uh, and I can honestly tell you that it was a direct result of James's efforts, uh, getting us a nice shout out on the spiel, which is a podcast in the gaming area. And they were really nice to us and they were extremely nice to James because evidently he does a lot of work for them. And that was really awesome. So thank you, James, for that. Um, I also just met, uh, at the store, uh, the guys behind Rolling Dice and Taking Names, the podcast out of Charlotte, they were in there this week, and we were chit-chatting. And so we're talking about maybe figuring out how we can leverage that as well. So more to come on that as we go. Um, but other than that, does anybody else have anything they want to shout out about? Walk a mile in shoes there, Roberta? Yeah, it was... Um, Harry, do you get I actually thought about doing a commercial and sending it to you. Um, it's um, uh, Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, and we are members of, uh, Chris and I are both members of the Beard and Mustache Club, and we do Walk a Mile in His Shoes every year, but it was virtual this year. So if you can find Michael Dudish's Facebook page, his calves are amazing. So just going <laughs> to leave that I'll, I'll throw a picture up when we, before we get a break. Okay. Just the calves? Of just the calves. Well, yeah, I've got a picture from from. <laughs> we did. We it was virtual this year. It was virtual last year. I have a picture from two years ago with. Um, so walk a mile is the guys all have to wear women's shoes, and they yeah. have a competition over who can have the most amazing shoes. <gasps> Yay! We're talking like six inch heels, you know, with four inch platforms, walking and miling them. It's amazing. Wow. So if you live in Charlotte every year. It's out at Noda Brewery. It's it is worth going just to watch. I can think of a few people I want to see do this. You have to <laughs> have a beard. No, you don't. Oh, you knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. Maybe Dougie and Chick girl beard. You don't even have to have a beard to be in the beard and mustache club, but, but I know, but but Joe knew exactly who I was talking about, and this kid can't grow a beard or a mustache. It still works. <laughs> I, 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 I want to think he can. He can't. He can't. So. I mean, okay, so he can get, like, a few, like, pubic hairs on his chin. All right. And that's about it. It's However, he the last time he was at my house, he, he, he walked around in my high heels, and he's very good at it. So I would like to see if I can try to get him to grow something so he can do this because it'd be great. It, it, only the Beard Mustache Club has beards. Oh, okay. It, this is this is an amazing guys from all over the city show up. Um, I think we raised. I think the goal this year was like ten thousand dollars, and I think we came pretty close, but I haven't checked today. So the Beard and Mustache Club of North Carolina. You can Google it. You can check it out. It's a good group. They be hairy, do good. Um, that was a fundraiser going on 
to take on domestic abuse. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I'll put, the, I'll put the number or I'll put the, uh, yeah. And what we can do is send me a link. And when I, when I post this episode, I'll, I'll be sure to put a link into it Check as well. Check out the description. Below. And with that, give us a like and subscribe. You know, we could use a few more. We're waiting on YouTube to contact us and say, okay, here's your dedicated URL. Um, but in the meantime, we will get started. Um, Ah, here we go. Took me a second to find. I thought I had it turned on. I did not. Okay, so when we were last together, um, you had just completed the battle with the Strahd zombies in the churchyard at the church in Barovia, where Father Donov- Donovich's son, Doru, um was freed by Strahd and left with Strahd, um, who he serves, Doru serves Strahd. Um, But you defeated the zombies that were there and were able to take a refuge for the evening in the church there at Barovia. Father Donovich was going to stay because he needs to keep a beat on where his son is and hopefully will be able to... uh, recover him at some point and save him from this existence that he has as a vampire spawn. The rest of the party at Ismark's insistence began to depart Barovia and make their way west beyond the gates into the broader cove that Barovia exists in in this part of the mountains. You're seeking a place where it will be safe for his sister, Irina. And you believe that the town of Velaki or St. Markovia, which is beyond that in Kresik, will be a place of refuge. The party last go-round left, but they left two behind. Jack and Quill wanted to see what was available at the mercantile there in Barovia. As you left the church, you went your separate ways. The party made it its way down the old Sphalic Road, past the gallows, past the turnoff that would have taken you to the Vistani camp with the Serpools. You made your way to the other gate, on the western side of Barovia, where you were greeted by a black carriage with a horse, but nobody in it. As you approached, the door opened as if to invite you in. You refused the invitation and eventually made your way through the gates with some strength and effort to continue down the old Sphalic Road where you encountered the Bavonshi once again that you had seen and some of you had seen in Ashvale days ago. Um, you battled and defeated the Bavonshi. Uh, and as you did so, the clouds darkened and you could you sensed that there was an anger coming from the east that would be around the place of Ravenloft Castle 
you then continued your way forward, uh, choosing not to investigate the old bone grinder, but to make your way at the warning of a seemingly a warning from a raven to, to pass that up and continue until you found your way to the gates of Velaki. And outside the gates, where you found wolves' heads on pikes, you began to approach the iron doors. But before we pick up that part of the story, let's go back to Barovia, back in time, to Jack and Quill. As you were departing to the right to make your way out of town, Jack and Quill make their way into Buildrath's Mercantile. There at the intersection, across the way, from the blood on the vine. So, <clears throat> you walk in. Uh, well, I, you approach. I'll, I'll let you decide if you walk in. I'm this is the mercantile uh, right off the frontage road, right? Yeah, it's the one you saw previously. You know, there was that intersection. Um, I can probably throw a map up of Barovia for you. That's all right. I'm okay with walking in. How about you, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to walk in and and say, Hail and well met, good traveler. Okay. Do um, I see anybody that I'm yelling this at? Well, let me just <laughs> do this real do fast. I yell it into an empty store because that also sounds like me. That does sound like you. It does sound like me. Very much. Okay, so hopefully on your maps you would see the village of Barovia. Yes. I'm going to just center on the building ah, there here. We there we go. So I'm going to center, store. center on the building. Okay. So this building, uh, Buildrath's Mercantile, it's a sparse um, building. A uh, little bit of, you know, it's morning time still. So the, the lights are kind of dim. Um, there are some, you know, heavy curtains from when it's closed, but, but the, it's morning time, and so those have been pulled aside, and you can kind of see the lantern light still kind of making their way out. And as you go in, the establishment appears to be about 70 feet by by 40 feet. And um, you see uh, a gentleman uh, in there, human, medium build. He is just sort of um, looking, like unpacking things and like putting them on a shelf. And he sees you come in, and he goes, um, "How can I? How can I help you uh, today?" Are you looking for anything specific? Because I wasn't. <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, I'm first of all, I'm going to tell him that I'm glad he's not one of those, uh, you know, have zombie, you know, un pseudo undead people. We should probably um, see if he does. If he even knows what those are. Uh, so. Hey, I'm I'm a uh, I'm Quill. Uh, can you tell me anything about the weirdness of this place? Uh, your town's weird. Tell can, me about it. Can, yeah. can, Why is can, your town so weird? Can, can you be more? Can you can can you be more specific? I'm not sure what you find to be weird. Weird. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sitting. Here, you know, don't don't get me wrong, stranger, but I'm kind of looking at you, thinking it's 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 kind of ironic that you're the one. Saying that things here are, are a little weird. Uh, no well, offense, no offense. I'm just mean. 
Well, I, uh, we don't get too many of those. Um, that's a very interesting set of ears you have there, sir. We don't we don't see that very often here. But I'm it's fine. I'm just I, I wouldn't have brought it up if you didn't start with the whole weird thing. You know, it's, yeah, it's I, I can tell you why I think it's uh, peculiar. Let's say I didn't mean to offend. No, 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 the, no, no, uh, no taken. I'm just you know just trying to understand. This, uh, seemingly, you know overlord type person named Strahd who shows up out of thin air with uh, hellhounds and, and the like. Um, town looks like it doesn't have much color to it. Uh, people seem to be, you know, generally depressed. I'm trying to understand what's going on here and, and uh, you know, if you can give me any information about that, I'd sure appreciate it. Well, um, so, y- 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 so let me get this straight. <clears throat> You have come into an establishment that sells things to make a living. But you don't want the things. You just want some information about Lord Strahd and this town in which I make my living in. Is, am, am I, am no, I, am, sir, am I, I clear I in what you're asking me there? No, sir. I apologize. I intend to buy something, but I am looking for things that will help me navigate my way through this peculiar town of yours. All right. Well, that's... You know, I'm I'm wondering, because it's clear to me you're not from around here, that maybe we're just uh, having what I what I would say is a, a bit of a communication uh, mismatch. Uh, but that's okay. It's not a failure to communicate. It's just sort of a communication uh, breakdown, let's say. So um, let's let's start with um, Lord Strahd. Uh, he is our true Lord and benefactor. We are all, this is his town. I mean, we're, we exist here. Um, and now obviously we have a, well, had a Burgermeister. I, I heard that he passed away. I don't know if his uh, <clears throat> son is going to take it or not, although... Uh, it appears that the mansion has been burned to the ground. Um, that just happened yesterday. I don't know if you were aware of that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I heard. I heard about it. So we're all kind of curious as to, uh, well, what the hell happened there, but that's a different issue. Um, anyway, so uh, Strahd is our... Lord, we are, um, we don't serve him per se. We're not like his slaves, but I mean, we do exist in the shadow of his castle and, you know, we exist here. Now, Barovia has, this village has been like this all my life. So I, to me, this is normal. I understand. I'm not really sure, you know, what, how you would say it, it's, it's dismal. I mean, we've, we've had, we had strange things happen here, but uh, I guess they're not strange if they've happened your whole life. You know what? You're you're absolutely right. So let me uh, let me ask this: um, Do you have anything in the store that somebody might use if they want to be, say, under the under the radar, maybe not uh, quite so easily observable by your Lord Strahd? Like. Uh, um, like something magical? Maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're we're not really that kind of store. We're more, you know, adventuring kind of gear. You know, I, I got you know, I got some things like you know, from a magical perspective, if you need something that gives you sort of the ability to focus, uh, I can help you with that. Or if you need, like, uh, uh, a holy symbol of the morning lord, um, we can help you there. But for th- those are, you know, things that we've traded here and there. I, I don't really get involved in too much beyond the basics. And then, of course, we have, you know, your normal kind of, stuff you need a backpack you need some uh rope maybe yeah. uh some climbing gear you know all right stuff I, like I that. sure appreciate your time I'll, I'll take a couple of cliff bars and a and a you know 10 feet of this rope and that'd be good all right uh well i don't know what this cliff bar thing is that you're talking about but um, these things right here in the package see do you they want a little mountain on them do you want um do you want hemp rope or do you want silk rope? Uh tell you what, give me ten feet of each. Well, it it, it they come in fifty foot. <laughs> All right. Uh well I don't know if I want to carry a hundred feet of rope around with me. I'll I'll take uh I'll take fifty feet of the hemp, please. All right, that'll be ten gold pieces. Well, I can't afford ten gold pieces. Well, then I guess you stuff. Yeah, it is pretty expensive for a room. small town. Well, you know, when you're the uh, the only game in town, you kind of get to set your uh, <gasps> set your prices. Price gouging. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's all right. Uh, well, I tell you what, I'll put the uh, I'll put the rope back, and I'll just take these snacks and and thank you for your time. Well, I'll tell you what, you can just ha- keep those those snacks. I'm not even sure where those things came from, so I'd be careful if I eat those if I were you. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Tell your friends, come back and see me. You'll you'll eventually need something, my God. If you, I think it'll be a while before you get out of this place. If you get out. Yeah. Jack, well, why, don't you, uh, like why don't you talk to my new friend here at the Mercantile? Hi, good sir. How are you? Oh, I thought uh, I thought this this fellow was your muscle. Uh, what does that mean? I uh, see. I'm not too far off. <laughs> I feel insulted, but I don't know. Um, my my good man, do you have any healing potions? I guess you weren't. Uh paying real close attention to what I had answered your Not friend. Really. I really don't work in those magical items kind of world. Do you have other any than snack the... bars that make me feel better. You know, if you want to feel better, there's a place across the street called Shut Blood up, of the Vine. They got me. some wine. I mean I'm not I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> So uh, I would head over there if you need something oh, to make goodness. you feel better. But it is kind of early in the day. I know you you people from out of town always seem to think it's 5 o'clock somewhere or something like that. I never that's, know what that really means. but That's alcoholic logic, mm. putting a time on drinking. Um, I don't really need anything. I haven't been using any of the spells that require me to have a thing behind it. 
And, well, and Gwendolyn's enough. I don't need more with her. So, um, so basically what you're telling me is y'all have come in here and gotten a little bit of information and taken my snack bars. That's fine. Anything else? We did I, give you business, so are you really complaining? Well, have you paid for anything, sir? Business doesn't always mean paying for things. It's sometimes just expanding your marketplace. Uh, are you, like, try, are like, you trying to tell me that you gave me the business? Is that your, your Well, yeah, your because if we go to our party and say, hey, you know, that mercantile is pretty cool. That's future business that we are adding on to. Uh, I really don't need any kind of influencers or sponsors or What's an influencer? anything like that. I have no idea. It just was a word that came to me. <laughs> okay. So don't share your business around. Is that what you're In saying? In fact, it might be better that you didn't tell people that you got stuff from me. That might actually do me better. I don't understand how your store's open, sir. And with with that level of exasperation, he just throws his Gives hands up. up and walks away. You do notice, you do notice, sort of in the back of the, uh, sort of off to the side. You you haven't really, because you've been so engaging with this gentleman. There there's a a larger, I mean not like larger in terms of like a complete creature size larger, but it means a, a large person. Um, that just seems to be doing some heavy lifting, bringing boxes in and out, sort of like he, he might work there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, what, a, uh, what an engaging conversation we just had with the fellow at Mercantile. Um, I suppose we should move along, unless you want to do something, Jack. No, I'm good, but did we have a good time there? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the I, I found the service to be uh, top notch. You did. No, I'm good. Let's rejoin the party. Okay, so you are. I'm going to say that um, all of that interaction and separation, you were probably away from each other for about an hour. Um, just to kind of give some separation between the two groups um by the time you got down there they opened you got in you kind of meandered around you talked to the guy um maybe by the time you get to the gates of barovia to leave the town i'd say it was about an hour behind them maybe that's a fair way to to kind of look at it um so you you guys make your way um down out of the village, you go past uh, the same gallows that y'all have passed numerous times before, um, and they're empty. You you both have not had that experience, I believe, that that uh, Gunloda experienced. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Only Gunloda has. Right. That's, that's kind of what I thought, but I just wanted to to validate so so you made your way past those gallows um you you've crossed the river Ivlis a couple of times um then you you reach that crossroad again where the you can go to the right and go to the sur pool encampment or you can go to the left and and 
um, Quill. Which way did they go? Quill, I need you to, you you know, you got a pretty, pretty high perception, but I'd like for you to make an investigation check. All right. Coming up. Uh, 12. Okay. Not great. Not bad. You know, and what you notice is that you can tell, um, that there's some footprints here that are a little bit more fresh within the last hour or so. And, uh, they go off to the left. Now, Jack, best I can tell is, uh, we need to go left. You up for that? Lead the way, man. All right. I'm going to, uh. I'm actually going to slap you on the back, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to cast a long strider on you. Aww, and, uh, and that way so we, nice. can both, we can boogie down the road uh, a little more quickly. Wait, what are you trying to say? Just saying that I'm, I'm an elf and I'm faster than you are. Damn. Okay. With this... Um, Insult. New non-human ability, you uh, feel like you're power walking at the mall with your sneakers. And uh, <laughs> you make your way uh, across the the map and uh, or across the road that you're still on the old Svalik road. Um, you you find your way coming up on a uh, a bridge, uh, and the bridge you you cross you you get to the bridge rather, and there's a there is a sort of a couple of gargoyles if you will on either side of the bridge and there is a um sort of a slickness look to the bridge um the gargoyles have are cloaked in black moss they have uh frowns that are weather worn and on the left side of the bridge itself you see this waterfall um spilling into the pool of water and then the water is going under the bridge and then it continues down and you can kind of get a sense that that probably drains into where the Vistani camp was that you stayed a while back. Do you cross the bridge? I'm going to do a perception check, I think is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. Give me a perception check. I'm, I'm on fire tonight. You are. <laughs> um, okay. So you rolled an 11. But I rolled um, a 7. Oh, well, there you go. With the plus four, yeah. There you go. Well, you're above 10. That's, you know, level three. That's that's okay. Um, I mean, it looks like a bridge. Um, There doesn't appear to be anything. uh, The gargoyles appear to be made of stone. You don't really... Gargoyles made of stone. Notice anything else. Are you taking notes, finally? No. Okay, just check. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> the, the, you uh, silly man. Just the, the exasperated head shake. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I just, gargoyles are scary. Yeah, they can be. They can be. And they so that's can why be, I'm yes. like. They can be. So. I don't like how you said that. I'm, okay. So what do you do? Um, well. And you said that there's nothing super noticeable. Oh, no, you said it looks like a bridge, which is I, making me think. I that said based on an 11 perception that it looks like a bridge. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I said. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I only looks get a, like a bridge. Yeah. I only get a plus one with perception, so I doubt. 
Well, you get a 50-50 chance of doing uh, as well as an 11. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you get a plus one. But I could also investigate. I, I kind of want to investigate the gargoyles. Because okay. I don't trust them. Well, scary. then give me an investigation check. I will. Yes. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some gargoyles. Wow. Yep. <laughs> is this rock? <laughs> Jack's like, no, this is rock. And he pulls out Gwendolyn and starts playing. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a nice boulder. (laughs) What, baby? Yeah. So it looks like, looks like a stone gargoyle. Really good craftsmanship. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be, uh, you know, at our own devices anymore. (laughs) We don't seem to be able to, uh, to roll very well. Could, oh, hello. Um, could we do? Could I roll an ac- acrobatics check to go across the bridge as lightly as possible? Um, acrobatics or athletics? Well, athletics is more about like strength and stuff, right? Isn't acrobatics more of the dexterous thing? Uh, it could be. It depends. I, I I guess what I'm trying to say to you is that I would probably say uh, I would accept. Listen, it's either a plus three or a plus four. I will accept either. Well, I'd rather use acrobatics because that's a plus four. Well, then use your acrobatics. I will. I'm going to be graceful as a ballerina dancer. Okay. Um, and it'll be great. There we go. 18. 18. Um, yeah, without any major issue, you are able to cross the uh, the bridge. Um, there is a little bit of... Um, slipperiness uh, to it because of just the way that the water is, you know, spraying off of the mountain and sort of giving you that sense of, um, you know, collection of that moss and stuff. But but you don't slip and fall or anything with an 18. You do fine. Okay. I want to I wanna warn... Um, I want to warn you, Todd, that, uh, Quill. that it's Quill. slippery. And Quill is his Quill, name. that's right. The, that it's slippery mm-hmm. and to be careful. See, if I had my 50 feet of hemp rope now, I could throw the rope to you and you could pull me across. Uh, don't we start with rope in a basic traveler's pack? <laughs> I would think so. I don't so. think I have any. So I'm, you know what? I'm going to do start like with a, basic uh, traveler's packs? I'm, I'm going to do a belly flop and just do like slip and slide style across the bridge. Um, fun with that. All right. I, I, I'm going to want a performance check, please. <laughs> performance oh, check. Oh, see, I could have done that. I'm a good performer. Take this. Yes. Woo! So using your speed, you 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 take a couple of steps back and you run and you fling yourself forward, belly flop, and you kind of hit the bridge mid crest, and then the, the 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 slipperiness of the bridge just continues to coast you over as you kind of land on the other side, right around Jack's feet. Your your front is covered with you know moss and you know, slick moss and blech. and as you look behind you, you can just sort of see this, this track that you've made as your body <laughs> propelled forward down uh, the slope of the bridge. Oh, and okay. if only he does this thing. I'm an otter. I'm an otter. <laughs> and because yeah. you flung yeah. yourself in that way, I'm going to ask you to take um, <laughs> four points of bludgeoning damage. Man, all right. Well, I'd do weight. it again, huh? I'd do it again. You'd do it again. That's fine. Yeah, it's t- totally cool. So, 
you're you're kind of messed up. Too bad you don't have um, was it prestidigitation that would help you clean yourself off. But uh, anyway, you you continue on up the old Sphalic Road uh, past the Serre Falls. Um, as you continue, um, you come to a crossroad, uh, or you 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 are approaching a crossroad, and you see in the distance a black carriage with a horse out in front of it. Is it a spooky horse? Uh, actually, I'm sorry. There's two horses. Um, are they spooky horses? They're they're black. That's. That's racist to assume that just because they're black, they might be spooky. Well, I just told you, I just gave you a descriptor. No, I got that. So you can um, infer well, do, or, uh, do they look like there's flesh rotting? Do they have a horrible aura coming from them? Well, like, uh, do they have horribly bright red eyes? You know, the, well, you're not close. You're not close enough to discern any of those things. Oh, okay. So Even you're bright, you're you're you're, you're you're far you're far enough. Well, it's daylight. Ah, I no. mean, it, it is misty, it is cloudy, because there's never really any sunshine in Barovia, but it is lit. And um, it is the, the, the horse and the buggy is there. It's almost, it's almost as if it's waiting for you. Well, I, don't, I don't trust that shit. That sounds scary. <gasps> dog. Um, what color is the dog? Blackish brown, and a little cute bandana thing on. Um, Quill. Yeah. You see that over there? Yeah. And I, I don't know what to think about that. You know, you know, uh, who could it be, and where are they doing stuck there by the side of the road? If Gunloto is here, she'd go check it out. She's so yeah, brave. I know. <laughs> uh, are well, we brave? No. <laughs> you want to sneak down there and see what they what they're doing? <gasps> I do have good sneaky skills. I've got okay sneaky skills, I think. Yeah, can we can we stealth our way over there? Yeah, we're gonna stealth. All right, so just so you're clear, you're yes. on. So you, the 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 road you're on is a well worn road. It's a well traveled road. Uh huh. It's a road. That is, you're not currently surrounded by trees. You're kind of in that that grassy ridge top kind of thing. So if you've ever been, and I talked about this the last time, if you've ever been on the Appalachian Trail and you've been up by where the balds are and the, the trees kind of dissipate and you've just sort of got this expanse. That's See, kind of where neither of us were here last time. I understand, but what I'm trying to, <laughs> but that's for the people who might have watched the last uh, episode yeah. and are watching this episode as well. I'm trying to be helpful oh. as the narrator, also as the narrator. Anyway, so as we move through, as you move through this, it might be hard to be stealthy, but uh, I will let you try. You're welcome to try and let's see what happens. But but just keep in We're mind. We're not quitters. You're just not, you're not going to like vanish. Okay. Right. 18. I'm right, stealthy. 18 and 19. Okay. We're so, stealthy. So with that we said. We are stealthy. With that said, you're far enough away that if you wanted to go off the beaten path to the left and kind of crawl around in the grass, you could probably so. get past this without having to encounter the horse. Well, that's the question. Do we want to pass it or do we want to actually check it out? Investigate it more. Because Joe's saying it looks like it might be there for us. 
And listen, I got a very heavy guitar axe that I have to carry around and, and a carriage ride doesn't sound like a bad idea because Joe doesn't, or uh, Jack doesn't get those kind of luxuries in life all the time, despite being this world famous rock star that no one remembers. Well, you know, let's, I tell you what, let, why don't we just stealthily mosey on down the road and, uh, and say uh, howdy to whoever it is in the, uh, in the carriage. Could I get a sneak advantage in case they're scary? Um, I will say that you have a 19 and 18 to stealth. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So y'all, y'all proceed forward. Yes. So as you head down the road, you're very light footed and you don't seem to be leaving a trace behind you for some strange reason. Okay. Okay. Because of the stealth. Um, so you, as you approach the carriage, um, I'm going to ask you guys to give me a, a investigation check because you asked some questions a while back. 16. Okay. And four. So Quill, you notice that these horses are oh, just, a, just appear to be just draft horses. Um, the carriage uh, and the horses are both jet black. There does not appear to be any kind of Teamster or any other union member. No, um, there doesn't appear to be a Teamster or anybody there. But as you approach the carriage, um, the door opens. Do I see anybody uh, on the other side of the door? Nope. Um Jack, Does the door it, open so that I see the face of the door and not inside the carriage? The door is open in such that you could peer inside the carriage if you want. And, and I see nothing in the carriage. Are you peering inside the carriage? I'm, in peer, I'm peering inside the carriage. All right. As you begin to peer inside the carriage, Jack hears an E minor flat seventh chord. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, I wouldn't do um, that. But you do not see anybody or anything in the carriage. Right. I don't like this. Yeah, it doesn't. It, uh, I don't hear the chord, but uh, you, you know, if you were closer, I'm, to, if you were close, depending on how far you are from Jack, you could hear it as well. Yeah, but the uh, I got the hair stand up in the back of my neck. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, what good can come from us uh, getting any closer to this thing? Uh, so do you back Jack? Away? Jack votes to uh, walk away from this carriage and not look back. Okay. Let's do it. So, um, you begin to wander towards the left, away from where the carriage is. Mm -hmm. And as you get about 100 feet away, you hear the creak of a door as the carriage door shuts by itself. If you look back, you would see this. And then the horses begin to meander back up the road from which they came, which would have been to the right the road that you didn't take and they just and it leaves that's the bullet now well yeah it's forever a mystery now but as I'm it walked away ready. as it walked away yeah and as you continue down the road um quill because of your your passive perception you notice a mound of dirt i believe on the ground that is pointing towards these gates that you see before you 
Um, I may need somebody from the party last time to remind me exactly. That's a, I believe that's what you guys did. You did. It's an arrow. Yep, we left an arrow shape on the ground. An arrow shape. Yeah. So there's an arrow shape on the ground. I think made out of the dirt, pointing yep. towards the gate that um, is in front of you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, um, so what you see is, if you recall from when you entered Barovia to begin with, from from the Bryson area, there was those gates that you came to and you, you went through the gates and then the gates shut behind you. These are gates on the, the western side of the village of Barovia and seem to also open. And as you approach those gates, um, you experience the very same thing that you did before. The gates automatically open for you. And you may proceed through the gates. Do you do that? Yeah, Jack. Let's let's uh let's find everybody else. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling like we want some strength in numbers here. Okay. So I'm scared. Don't be scared. Let's just let's just uh let's let's just go. Okay. All righty then. So as you make your way uh, past the gates, um, you wander for a little bit, and then you kind of, you know, as I said, that that bald area begins to come crowded with trees again so you're kind of in a in a in a pass that's you have trees to your left and trees to your right so it's it's not as open as it was and so you really can't see necessarily uh into the woods uh and the distance to your left and right the way you could is when you were sort of in that open space um you walk for a while and you 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 do see um the 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 resemblance or the the aftermath of a battle um there's blood on the ground um you don't mysteriously enough you don't see any dead quarry but you do see the the obvious scuffle that only a battle of sorts would have entailed and there is evidence of dripping blood, etc. It's dried a bit. Maybe it's an hour or so old. But, um, but yeah. That is what you encounter there. Do you continue forward? Yep. Okay. I follow behind. So you continue further down the road. And um, you come to another crossroad. And um, the road continues along the way um, to the right. Um, but you also have a road now going to your left and the left is, um, let me make sure I have this right to pull that up and have the right descriptor. Um, to the, the road begins a transition here. Uh, to a trail that's headed along the, the mountainside. And then there's a, a, a road that kind of leads up to an onion-domed type of edifice that looks like it might be um, some sort of a grist mill. Are there any, um, any signs that uh, might direct me which way I want to go? I mean, <clears throat> I've always wanted to visit a grist mill. There's, so, um, you know... Unlike what you experienced before with the mound and the, the yeah. obvious arrow, there's nothing obvious. Um, however, I would invite you to make an investigation check on the ground. 16. 
Um, you know, so periodically after, particularly after the battle, you know, you, you periodically see evidence of some, you know, dripping blood, nothing like gushed, but just like a, occasionally you might notice evidence of, of a drip that may have landed on a rock or something that, that is, um, clearly people have come this way recently. Um, and in this instance, you see the, the you've, you've periodically seen evidence of the footprints that you, you believe uh, belong to your friends uh, just because of the number of feet and the number of people that you know were ahead of you and just sort of the, um, the gates, etc. And you seem to notice that these continue on the path, that they do not deviate off of the main road from what you can tell. All right. Um, I really wish I knew if they saw it and, and decided to ignore it or if we're seeing it uh, for, for the first time. I think I, I Jack, I mean, we'll, I'll do whatever you want, but I, I think I want to really try and catch up with the party. No, I do too, because I'm scared. But where are they? Well, they went that way, it looks like. So let's go. All right. Okay. So um, y'all head along the way uh, for a, a, a bit. Um, and all of this has been, you know, an afternoon, you know, a, an afternoon almost to kind of, I think we decided it was eight hours or seven hours or so. I, I'd have to go back and look at my notes um, between the time you left Barovia to the time you reach. But, but ultimately um, you would catch up at the gates of Alaki, but we're going to hold off there because your friends in the party would have arrived at that gate before you. So you're not going to just show up and encounter them at the gate. So we're going to switch uh, to the other party and um, kind of catch them up, and then we'll we'll find a way to rendezvous you folks inside Valaki. Okay? Great. Forgot my handy-dandy resource map here. <gasps> I know. It's, it's wonderful. Okay. So, um, we we reached the other party. Um, we have uh, Ismark, Irina, uh, Rain, Shoshana, and Gunloda, and uh, Hal. Hal. You have arrived at the town of Velaki. When we last left, you were outside the gates. And while you approach those gates, um, you saw planted in the ground and flanking the road outside of those gates about a half dozen pikes with wolves' heads impaled upon them. And then you approach this um, gate. That is a um, iron has iron chains and has padlocks, but it doesn't appear to be locked because it's daytime. And as you approach, and you're kind of all looking at this strange display of uh, lichen heads, <laughs> wolves' heads, um, you know. Ismark looks at you all and says, um, 
let me talk to the guards. I've been here before. They they mean they if they don't know me, they know of me. Let me get us passage into the place. All right. Are the gates closed? Or are they? Well, they're they're closed, but they're obviously not locked. I mean, there is okay. there is interchange going in and out, uh, but the guards are kind of inspecting people. They kind of know who's local and who's not. Got it. So, two town guards, um, one male, one female. Uh, are standing beyond the gate. They each have a spear. They have a spike. Excuse me, misreading, misspeaking. They have pikes. So they could reach you 10 feet away if they wanted to. Um, But they're really just, you know, the kind of pikes that you would see guards like this having so they could actually, if there was something going on outside, they could get through there. Um, And, you know, so they, they kind of see you all approaching and, they're kind of eyeing you, but as as you begin to approach, they they say, "Hello, friends. How can we uh, how can we help you today?" And um, Ismark stands forth and says, "Ah, my friends, um, we're we're weary travelers from uh, the village of Barovia. Uh, my name is Ismark uh, Koliana. I am the son of the uh, the." Uh, the Burgermeister in uh, Barovia, and uh, I've come to visit your fair city. And I think I just said gave you the wrong last name on him too, which is always nice when you do that. So of course I've, <laughs> when I said Ismark Koliana, I meant Ismark Kolianovich, because you know uh. genders matter in this world, evidently. Okay, mm. I'm gonna get trolled for that one. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Ismark Golianovich, um, and obviously I'm I'm friends um, I'm friends with uh, Baron uh, Velakovich. He's friends with my dad. They know me here, and uh, so may we come in? And and of course the guards looking at him in his attire, and they also look at you all and you know, see the, the disparate nature of your group. But they also notice uh, Arena, and um, they kind of gaze at her for just a moment in a, in a way that kind of not only makes her feel uncomfortable, but I think all of you begin to feel a little uncomfortable. Um, however, um, they... kind of uncomfortable? Um, make a perception check. Eleven. Eleven? Yes. It um, seems like someone who doesn't care whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with the eleven, um, you you know you just kind of have a sense that uh, we're all going to wave at Todd's Yay. granddaughter who just <laughs> who vanished all of a sudden. The, yeah. Wow. yeah, she's vanishing. It's it's magical. It's it it's very cool. <gasps> yes, there's a puppy. <laughs> oh, hold on. This eleven this eleven has been brought to you by the granddaughter visit. (laughs) Callie's Callie's kinda like, was that necessary? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I do like her vanishing every so often. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a neat trick. I'm going into Guild Wars. Granddad. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, where'd you go? There you are. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, got, we had a little, I got nothing. We had a little moment. We were good. Oh, okay. That's awesome. How old is she? She just turned three. Oh. Tell them how old you are. Three. Three. Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. Now Lil's going to be annoying. All right. Let's go back and see mommy. <laughs> okay. So with the 11, um, you, you know, it's the kind of a gaze that somebody would give as if they're, you know, they're seeing somebody that's striking or they're seeing somebody that is somewhat familiar, but you're not really sure how to put your finger on it. But there wasn't anything more tangible than that based on 11. That was a terrible role, by the way. I know. That's why you got what you got. Um, so, um, Ismark, you know, leads you all in, and you you enter the gates of Velaki, and I'm going to move you a little bit here on the map, I think, just to kind of show you where you are. Uh, let me see if I can't center it a little bit better. Does that help at all? No. I don't see anything but black. Do I need to... It's very, it's very tiny. Yeah, let oh. me... You can okay. enlarge it a little bit. Um, Isn't that your job? I'm trying. Well, I don't have... No, it's the DM's job. I don't, I don't have... Con, I don't <laughs> control... I can control where I put things on in Roll20. I can't control how big you make Roll20. Oh, wow, that is a little tiny smudge. Okay. Well, part of it, you know what? I'm going to just turn off the the dynamic lighting. I don't think we really need one in the village. I was playing with it earlier today and thought it was going to serve a purpose, but it doesn't. So is that better? Is, oh. it, is it lit now? Yep. Okay. So you're, you're, you're now. Yeah, yeah, generic village. It's, yeah, doesn't yeah, give a whole lot of info. Not a lot of info there. Yeah, but, um. As you kind of enter in, you kind of get out of earshot of the the guards. Um, Ismark says, um, friends, friends, and you all kind of gather around. He says, um, although we are safe here, this is, uh, I would call it sort of a suspicious safe. We don't know who are our friends, and um, we, we definitely don't know who are our enemies here. So um, I, I believe that we can probably go find... Father Lucian at uh, St. Andrew's Church. That's probably a good place for Irina to hang out for a while uh, and be safe um, while we kind of figure out our next move. But um, I think Saint, uh, I, I know Father Lucian. I've met him before. Um, he's a good man. Um, all the information that we're going to need in this town can probably be gotten at the Blue Water Inn, which is the, the local tavern. But I suggest instead of just barging in and, and asking a bunch of questions, we should probably go seek out Father Lucian um, and uh, go from there. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, well, we've got we've got our friends behind us, too. Do you think we should... Uh, do the, do the guards change off, change often or can we Ooh, say, Hey, that's a good uh, question. Um, 
Why, well, let's let's ask him. Let's just tell him we we're expecting to some a couple of folks. Could maybe give him a description. Tell him to come find us at St. Andrew's Church. Yeah, there's this weird guy with these fucking ears. No. <laughs> uh, have you looked in the mirror? Damn it! <laughs> I have this hat. Damn it! Uh, no. Assignment Earth. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> I went somewhere else with that. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so you know we've got a tall gentleman. Um, uh, elf, much like myself, and uh, uh, and a and a man with him who's got a got an amazing sort of guitar axe, uh, probably slung over one shoulder. So yeah, keep an eye out for them. They're friends of ours. I think they'll uh, they'll be good with. Um, and, and as as these guards just continue to look at you, staring totally at the side of your head, not your face. Um, Ismark reaches into his pocket and hands them a gold piece. And they say, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure they find you over at the church. Not a problem. You're a beautiful man, Ismark. Um, just sometimes it's, it, it, there, there's different ways to persuade people. And I find that, uh, the golden rule sometimes works the best. Um, I like it. yeah. So, um, you begin to make your way through the town. Um, and unlike Barovia, Barovia, the village of Barovia seemed like a, a ghost town to you all. I mean, people were kind of, it, it's kind of like those old Westerns when people are hiding behind their doors and the, 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 the good guy and the bad guy have all come to town and you know there's a showdown and people are kind of peering. That's kind of the, the vibe that you got in Barovia. Velaki is very different. There is this sense of um, optimism that, that kind of surprises you in contrast. Um, you see... Uh, it, Example: You see uh, uh, um, remnants of of banners and um, celebrations that that in, in, that give you the sense that this is a much more active and and vibrant town. And the the most recent um, remnants that you see seem to have seem to be thematic with what you uh, encountered outside of the town with those wolves' heads on pikes. By which you mean, let's stab us some lycanthropes, or uh... um, you know, like there's uh, there's banners that have the wolves on it. Um, like you might see a circle and a slash through a wolf. Um, you know, you you kind of get the sense that um, these guys are taking names, and they believe the wolves are some of the names that need to be taken. Got it. And is, does Ismark seem to know where he's going? We're following him. He's yeah, I mean, to... you know, he knows. Like I said, he's been here before. Um, you're you're kind of making your way through the town. Um, you're going to pass um, mostly houses that you've seen. You know that you see there. There the, the construction is very similar to what you saw in the village of Barovia. There's not a lot of you know architectural diversity so far. Um, however, there are some you know, notable, um, landmarks, um, specifically you're going to notice the blue water, the, the, the blue water and you're going to go past it. So as you're, as you're walking down, let me just kind of 
I'm sorry, I've got like several maps of Valaki in front of me, one that's in Roll20, one that's just for my reference, and, you know, so as you kind of make your way through the town, let me move it over. So you get here towards the center of town, and then I'll center you on where you are. Whoops, just threw you in the middle of somebody's house. Um, you you notice um, the Blue Water Inn. Uh, it's right here. You can't miss it. Um, just because it's a it's a it's a well known landmark, and you see gray smoke coming out of the chimney, which tells you it's an active kind of place as you as you go by. Um, but Ismark is kind of you know keeping you when he when he sees a landmark like that that's well known, he doesn't kind of walk on the side of the road where it would be. He chooses you know, further away where you'll, you'll all might not be discerned. And he's also trying to say, hey, let's not move as a group. Let's maybe kind of go to here, to there, try to look a little bit more sporadic just as you're walking through town. So you've kind of set up a cadence that's designed to show you moving in the same direction. But if somebody were observing you, it might be difficult to assume unless they've watched you from the way you came in the gate that y'all are necessarily together. And to affect this, uh, Rose, or excuse me, uh, Gunloda is walking with Ismark and Irina and um, kind of on either side of her. And uh, they, they've sort of kept that, uh, that, um, that grouping since the, the episode of the, since the last episode when they were holding hands. They were all holding hands. They were all holding hands, yes. Um, <clears throat> so uh, y'all pass the... Um, the, the blue water in and as you do um, y- you do notice uh, these two uh, fellas that um, walk up to uh, the tavern they they don't really notice you but you notice them because they're they're clad in hunting attire one's got a bow with some quivers over his back um, the others are um, the other one, I'm sorry, is is got a few pelts, you know, like they've been, they've clearly been out hunting, um, but it's that's they're also headed towards the bar, and as as you see them, you you notice that that um, uh, Irina pulls her her cloak up a little bit more over her head, and and Ismark um, kind of doesn't really hide his gaze, but you know it's it's one of those things where he's moving very nonchalantly past so that he doesn't seem to want to draw their attention, if that makes any kind of sense. But, okay. other than that... Do they look like the, do they look like the guys uh, that we saw back uh, near the Tzur pools earlier in the day? Because we had a... We yeah, then no, too. that's a fair question. Those those guys were clearly um, Vistani. Okay. Um, these guys are dressed very different. They're, okay. Okay. They don't have the same markings and they don't they certainly don't look familiar to you got it uh however they do they do look familiar to each other words in other words they look like they might be related okay okay uh, uh Sushana is gonna take note of how uh, of how they are moving and and follow suit probably across the street yeah yeah so y'all are keeping those paces but you're, you're paying attention yeah. rain rain is probably with her and, you know, Rain is probably, out of all of you, the one getting the most looks because these are, you know, particularly from, you know, if these guys were to notice any of you, he would notice, they would notice Rain because they were thinking, hmm, I wonder what well, he was. Storm, wonder right? what, 
wonder what he would look oh, yeah. like on my my wall. <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous. Yeah. Right, and of course, Rain has got his little mechanical um, dog, if you will, Storm. Storm, yeah. Yeah, thank you for the reminder of that. Um, I did, I did forget. <laughs> um, so, Storm would draw some attention. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Um, but again, this is Barovia. People have seen all kind of stuff, you know. Um, one thing, one thing I would uh, note. Um, as you pass the blue water in, you do, you know, whereas before when this group was at the crossroads where the bone grinder is and you, you had the, the, um, intense, um, alarm, if you will, coming from the Raven, you do notice that as at the, at the top of the blue water in there almost appears to be, uh, a nest of Raven Ravens. In fact, you see, uh, about nine, jet black ravens just sort of hanging out. I don't want to call it the the belfry because it's not a belfry per se, but sort of the rafter up top. You, you just sort of see them. Um, I mean, if it, you kind of like if you were at Hogwarts and you went into the owlery and you saw the owls, it's kind of like that, but it appears to be ravens. Are there, are there any, any, do I notice any anywhere else or just there? That's really where you notice them and be, uh, you know what? Go ahead and give me a, a perception check, please, Sashana. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, what you really notice is that they they have just largely appear to be there, um, and that a number of them seem to be kind of watching you all. I mean, you know, you're used to the way birds are, but then all of a sudden they do something as if they suggest that they're they're more sentient than perhaps you gave them credit for. Um, that's sort of what that looks like to you. I would probably kind of point that out to Rain if he hadn't noticed. Rain's a cat. He's going like, birds, yes. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, just as a, so I'm not the only one that saw that. Some right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Rockwell. Uh, that is Rockwell. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, anyway, moving on. So um, as you continue down the road, you go past the Blue Water Inn, and you're kind of back in that uh, that that area that appears to be more, um, residential again, you know, you've kind of, you know, what, you, what you've noticed about these towns is that there appears to be like a central area that seems to be like the crossroads and then everything else kind of meanders out of that. So as you pass the blue water in that you, you sort of, um, get past that, if you will. Um, and as you continue down the road, you, you, you do find your way and you sort of see it in the distance. It's a, it's a church, um, not quite as large as the one you saw in Barovia. It doesn't have the massive um, cemetery, per se, although it does have one. Uh, it's just a little bit different layout um, than what you saw in Barovia. But you do see this this uh, church to the Morning Lord. Um, let me kind of move you down the road here. Uh, I'll just kind of put you guys by that. And, 
let's see here. Yep. Pushing too many buttons on my end. Okay. So um, so you arrive at the church, and you're outside the doors. It, there is a sign um, that says St. Andrel's Church. Um, the sign is... Um, is sort of an old weathered sign. It's not as it's not like it's been kept up, but it is a centuries-old stone building. Uh, it's got a bulging steeple in the back. The walls are lined with cracks and they're stained glass, um, depicting what you think are pious people. And there is a wrought iron fence that sort of encircles the whole area, including the gravestones um, that you see. Do I do I notice anything? Um, can I do a perception check and see if there's anything odd or uncomfortable? Sure. About it? Um, is that perception? Yeah. Or investigation, if you're it, perception is more you're kind of glancing, investigating is like I'm paying attention. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um, you know, it it looks like an old church. It doesn't look like anything sinister. Um, you, you know, from what you can tell, um, it seems to have the same kind of energy as the whole town does. You know. Are we going to, um, we're, we're, we're heading on in there, right? Yeah. So, so Ismark says, um, uh, friends, um, we, we need to find Father Lucian. I think we can just go right in. Uh, we don't need to knock or anything. It's, it's typically an open door. And I would think this time of day, the door is open, but let's, um, let's, let's see. Let's go on in. All right. So it, with Ismark leading the way, he opens the door and, um, you know, there's candles lit on the inside, and he says, Father Lucian. And uh, with that, you see this this startled head pop up from one of the pews, and there's this young um, young boy who, who looks at you all coming in the door, and his eyes get really, really wide. And um, without really saying anything, he begins to run off as if he's um, not so much like he's running away in terror as much as it is he's running to go get the attention of somebody because you're walking in. Um, while he does this, um, you notice that the, the church has got a very, you know, the, the layout, if you remember the one in Barovia, you kind of had rooms to the left and right. And then the, the, uh, pews and such were, were ahead. This one's sort of a little bit different where you're kind of walking in and there's more like a, what you would consider like a, a minor narthex type of vestibule. And then all of a sudden you see the seating area. And you kind of get the sense that any rooms or places that people might stay are further to the back and maybe off to one side or the other. And and the young boy was down in one of the pews, and you don't know if was he was he cleaning something, was he putting something away, was he taking a nap? You don't really know. Um, so Ismark looks around and says, um, "Good, it's it's not very uh, it, people are not visiting right now, so we can kind of." hopefully have a private conversation with, with Father Lucian and maybe our friends will catch up with us and we can uh, we can figure out what our next move is. And um, 
I'm going to move off towards one of the sides looking at uh, the the stained glass windows. Are sure. The, yeah, sure. Oh. Just go and start looking at the, those. Yeah. So as you do that, you kind of hear a lumbering coming down, and there's this this um, uh, large priest coming out, and he's got his vestments on, and, and he looks much more uh, rested than uh, Father Donovich looked. Um, but you do get a sense of, particularly those of you with high perception, would get a sense of um, apprehension, perhaps, coming from him, and just in his facial expressions and stuff like that. But he looks and he goes, Yes, Mark, my friend, I'm so glad you're here. Um, how can I help you? Um, and, of course, um, this is, and just so you all know, uh, Ismark says, oh, Father Lucio, um, I'm getting my accents all messed up. I got to stop that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should stop listening to this in a podcast from somebody else because I want to go into different accents. Um, okay. Father Lucian, uh, thank you for receiving us uh, un unannounced. Um, I have brought my sister with me and, and these friends from Barovia. We, we kind of need some a, a place to lay low. Uh, for a little bit, and I was hoping uh, that that you might help me, uh, friends. This is Father Lucian Petrovich. He's a, a a friend of my family's, and he is the the priest here at this uh, church of the Morning Lord here in um, in Valaki. And um, I'm hoping that you will uh, discreetly um, give us some refuge, if that's okay, and and help us understand what's going on here. Um. And of course, Father Lucian says, "Well, well, of course, I'm 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 more than happy to uh, to open my my doors to you. Um, as you know, the Morning Lord is a place of refuge, and uh, I'm always here to to open that to you. Uh, I will let you know that we have many folks that come in in the evening and um, pray for our festivals and pray for our town and pray for what we have going on in our world, and so." Uh, I cannot guarantee that you will not encounter others, but uh, I can certainly give you a place to stay out of their way. Um, should that be useful, you are you are welcome in the arms of Saint Andrew. And with and with that, as Mark says, oh, thank you so much. And um, is 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 there a place that we can can go and 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 maybe meet privately, and uh, meaning all of you. Um, and, um, he says, sure, sure, uh, sure. Follow me back to the, uh, it's, it's the kitchen. It'd be the best place. And I've asked Jeska to prepare, uh, some, some food and some drinks when you came in. So, um, hopefully there will be some nourishment for us back there as well. So you, you follow Father Lucian, um, to the, Please. out of the, the main area of the church and you kind of go down a hallway and you see like there's, you know, bedroom, you know, like, like rooms, like one's obviously father Lucian's quarters. One's, uh, perhaps a place where, um, somebody else stays. Um, and then there's just, you know, like offices and, but there is like a little kitchen kind of area. Um, and there's a table that that's not a huge table, but there's plenty of room for everybody to meander around and there's some bread and there's some, some water um, or some sort of liquid 
that the young boy is feverishly pouring into cups uh, around the table. Um, it's it's clear that um, that he works for Father Lucian, and Father Lucian says, uh, "Yeska, yes, yes, please for my these friends." Um, this is Yeska. He is uh, an orphan who is uh, also protected by the arms of Saint Andrew, and he offers his service as uh, as sort of uh, a valet and uh, um, supports services around the church, etc. Um, so, how can I help you? Father Lucian, I thank you for your uh, hospitality. Uh, it is a pleasure. This is a interesting times, I guess, here in Barovia. Um, I'm new to these parts, and uh, well, we just had a just the <laughs> just pardon me, <laughs> had just a dickens of a time <laughs> uh, over in uh, Barovia Village, and. Um, you know, we've run across some creatures that ha- that look like wolves from time to time, and I see a bunch of those images that, that you, like you had. I mean, the the gates seem to be pretty threatening, and then we've got the um, those signs up. So I'm just we've we've had trouble with creatures that look a little bit like that, and I'm wondering is this uh, is this something that's uh, that's plagued y'all for a while? Is this new? Um, I'm I'm just curious about this at the moment. No, my friend, it's 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 a fair question. Um, you could say that we have had the best of times and we have had the worst of times. <laughs> that um, is the Dickens of a time, nice. isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well done. Couldn't resist. <laughs> That's um, good. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, uh, I don't know if you would say that these times in Barovia are any different than any other time in Barovia. As far as I can tell, it's always been as this. Um, however, our our Burgermeister, um, Baron uh, Valakovich, is um, convinced that a positive attitude and um, festival after festival after festival will keep the wolves at bay, as they say. Um, in fact, he's got this lovely proclamation, which is, all will be well. Hashtag. No. Um, all will be well. And uh, so what you, the wolves' heads you saw were our most recent festival where the wolves were the target of the all will be well campaign. Uh, the next one is going to be brilliant. It's this, I understand they're building this. It's a, uh, well, actually, I, I really, I'm, I'm being disrespectful to our Burgermeister. He is actually doing a um, festival for the morning lord and he is making this big wicker um, ball that he intends to ignite and have it represent the sun which is the the symbol of the morning lord and it's going to be it's going to be wonderful it's not going to solve anything but it's going to be wonderful i do love a good festival and i you know and wicker burns so beautifully. The smell, the smell of the dried wicker, it just, oh, it's lovely. I have been known to light things on fire myself, and it is a wonderful experience, I have to say. So as, I guess, as long as you're not in the middle of it when it happens, yes. yes. You know, sometimes I, I, I am not my, <laughs> my best advocate in these moments. Uh, uh, mm. But Father Lucian, 
Um, this may be a delicate question. Are the wolves, and I, I hesitate to bring this up, but are the wolves just wolves around here? And he looks troubled. And he thinks a minute. He doesn't immediately respond to you. And then he says, The ecosystem of Barovia is very diverse. You will find wolves that are wolves. You will find large wolves that are dire wolves. And you will find wolves that are men, that are wolves. And then you will find abominations that can take on the form of wolves and other creatures. I, by the look of you and your friends, no offenses are intended, Y'all are clearly new here. You are not the first ones that we have ever encountered who are new here, so it is not unusual. But it is clear that you are not aware of all the dangers that you will find here in Barovia. So, I am happy to give you as much counsel and advice as I can. Um, I believe that this is a relatively safe place for you. And then he looks at Yeska, the boy, and he says, Yeska, that's enough. You may be excused. And the boy stops what he's doing and he leaves the room. And... Father Lucian steps over and just sort of shuts the door. You hear the creak of the door as it shuts. And Father Lucian looks at Ismark with this troubled look on his face, and he goes, Ismark, are these people to be trusted? And Ismark says, well, as much as I think I can trust anybody, I've trusted them with my life thus far, and they haven't let me down. And they seem to be on board with protecting Irina, so they're they're okay in my book. So anything you have to say to me, I believe you can say in front of them. And Father Lucian says, very well. I do believe you're safe here in my church. However, I do need to let you know that um, the bones of St. Andrew have gone missing. And these bones have been in our possession for centuries. Um, by the way, when he says this, Shoshana, there's a, there's a tinkling in the back of your brain about the bones of St. Andrew. You're trying to work it out like you're trying to divide 857 by 253 in your head. It's just gnawing at you. That's 453. Thank you. 
(laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that. Um, And so he says, I I don't really know um, if that makes this place more vulnerable or not. But there has been a hallowedness to the possessions of those bones that um, I fear could be a problem. Now, I tell you all of this in confidence, Ismark. I have not made this broadly known around town. I would ask that you keep this quiet because the people rely on this place as being a place of refuge and I do not want to erode their confidence or have the Burgermeister think that I am going against his all is well mantra. But as you are here investigating, you might get a beat, if you will, on the location of those bones, and I would like them returned. I will feel I will feel much better knowing that they are back where they belong. Now, how else can I help you? Um. Can I just ask about those bones for just a second there? Sure. How long have they been missing, do you figure? Um, it, it has been recently that they I noticed that they were gone. I have been the director here for a long time. They've always been here. The only people that really ever deal with them are myself uh, Yesko, who you've met, and uh, I have another helper from time to time. Um, I call him Mil, his Milovej, but I call him Mil because it's a, uh, it's it's hard enough to say all the names we have to say around here. Um, but uh, a few nights ago, it uh, it became apparent that the crypt had been disturbed and that the bones were no longer with us. So, anyway, I am uh, I, I am not suspicious of Yeska or of Milo, but um, at the same time, I have to be realistic. But as you know, by the some of the things that I've already told you about that go on in Barovia, there could be many entities, notice I use that word, that could be aware of the bone. So, um, we have never really experienced uh, the assault that uh, my brother in Barovia has experienced, Father Donovich. But uh, we're beyond the gates of Barovia, and maybe the person who lives in the Ravenloft has not taken our notice. I would like to keep it that way as he gazes back over at Irina and then back at the rest of you. <clears throat> but anything else about the bones I can answer for you, young man? Well, uh, now you had said that that crypt had been disturbed. I mean, I see all the wolves around here. And again, we've run into more than a few. Uh, 
Did you see claw marks or anything that gave you any indication at all about what might have come after them? Well, as you can imagine, uh, the answer to your question directly is no. I did not see any claw marks. This is a stone edifice. It's been built for to last centuries, and so what I these, these wolves I've met are, yeah, no, but I thank you. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was the wolves per se, but. Mm-hmm. Ah, that was... I, is that uh, so y'all are beset by wolves and then I mean where would what see now I would like to keep this place safe I like we've been spending a couple of days here with Irina and Ismark and they are good people and and we agreed with Ismark to help keep Irina safe. She's an important person to us. And then, do you think finding these bones would help with that, keeping her safe? I think that uh, the bones would do very well to keep us all safer. Yes. All right. As to whether they would be uniquely helpful for this young lady, um, I have no evidence to suggest that they would or that they would not. Um, and, he, and he looks at Irina and he says, forgive me, I, I've known your brother and your father for quite some time, but I, we've never really formally met. I've only heard wonderful um, things about you. Um, and you are obviously welcome here. And of course, um, Irina, who had pulled her her um, cloak down when y'all came into safety, blushes a little bit and acknowledges the father. And she goes, "Oh, um, thank you for your refuge and thank you for your concern. I'm I'm confident that we will make our way, regardless of what happens. Um, I feel emboldened with this group and." Hopefully that will not be necessary, but if it is, we'll, I'm ready for it. And he kind of laughs and says, <laughs> young people. <clears throat> anyway. So, anything else you would like to ask, Father Lucian? I was gonna, uh, does Sashana want to get in on this? Because she's... Um, paladin of the this. I have a question, but I'm trying to uh, trying to put it into perspective. Are you putting it in Discord or something? No. Oh, I'm. I was just looking for a note. Oh, okay. Um. Was, was, she looks at the father and, and, uh, she asks, was, um, uh, was St. Andrew one of the dragons? <laughs> no, you're thinking of Argon Vostholt. They don't really sound the same, but they both begin with A. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, was he one of the silver dragons? No. No. St. Andrew was a 
saint of the morning, Lord. The dragons are legend. And they say that west of town, in that, that old mansion, they some say it's a haunted mansion, is the where the dragon stories come from. Years Here. ago. Hmm? Here in town? No, no, no. West of the town. West of the town. Argon Vostal. Uh, to the west. Everything from here is to the west, except for Barovia, which is to the east. We have a mountain up north. There's a lake. <laughs> they say. They even say that there is a mad mage up that way. Although he hasn't been seen for a while. There's all kinds of stories around here. The question is, which ones do you believe and which ones matter? Do you believe the stories of the Silver Dragons? I serve a God that gives me hope and belief in miracles. And I believe that all things are possible. So I do not close my mind off to superstition or to stories. Because I don't know how fundamentally the Morning Lord is going to deliver us from the world in which we are in today. There is much to be delivered from here. Hopefully, you are a part of that deliverance. And he looks at you with that, your paladin-esque, and says that directly to you as Callie defends you as, I guess, Chris's home? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't move he like that. Be, he had to be announced. She doesn't yeah. move like that for anybody. But yes. <laughs> All right. So That sounds like somebody's jealous. Uh, could be. So what's going to happen is we're going to take a break because Chris is home. Give him a chance to get, get it settled. Plus, we've been going at this for about an hour and a half. Um, while we take a break, uh, when we come back, we will re we will bring Jack and um, Quill into the party. This is plenty of time for them to have caught up and gotten to the gates and Excellent. all that good stuff. So we'll bring the party back together, and we will do that when we come back from the break. So we'll be back in a few minutes. So I just want to say that I loved the doing the Vistani accent and then saying, y'all will come with me. So, with that, we are back. And um, when we last left, y'all were in the kitchen with Father Lucian having a conversation about the goings-on in Velaki. Um, <clears throat> as this conversation is ending, you hear a knock on the door, 
and um, <clears throat> Father Lucian says yes, and, and of course the door opens and it's Yeska, the boy, and he leads in um, a wood elf with a bow and a human that uh, has this really guitar-looking axe over his back. And so um, Quill and Jack have caught up to party. Yay. Yay. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you. So hey. we will say hey, we will say that through the magic of RP, y'all kind of quickly bring everybody up to speed and everybody's up on the same page. Uh, Father Lucian has sort of been coming and going while y'all been catching people up. Um, uh, all the whole time, you know, um, Gunloda is there. She's been participating, but she also keeps just looking at Doe Eyes with uh, Ismark. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, any other questions for Father Lucian before you guys decide where you want to go and what you want to do? I'm going to ask the party, uh, how was your trip? You know, uh, I don't know what, what they've been told by Father Lucian at this point. Well, they just caught you up. They just caught just you up. Okay, yeah, so we, we can assume up. that I now know everything that I heard. You now know everything, okay. exactly. Good. I figured we didn't need to take a lot of time recapping what we just did for the last hour. Good. So, if y'all want to RP that, y'all can. I'm fine with that. I'm going <laughs> to leave for a little bit. I'll come back. So, uh, just to sort of recap, though, um, you know, he's, he's talked to you a little bit about what the, the Burgermeister is doing in the town. Um, he mentioned something about the, the Mad Mage to the north, the um, Haunted Mansion to the west. Anything else? Haunted Mansion to the west? Well, you talked about the dragons. Ah, okay. Remember, I, I said Argon Bosshold. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I forgot the, that there was a haunted mansion involved. Well, I, I, I said mansion that some say is haunted, and I didn't really put those words together in that order. Okay. So. And we've got the Mad Mage somewhere to the north of us, right uh, near the lake in the mountain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all of that sounds horrible to Jack. Good. And he's not interested in any of that. Okay, so at this point is. Um, is Father Lucian around, or do we have a moment alone, just uh, the party here? Um, He's been in and out. You can tell me. I can tell you he's out if you want to just have a discussion with the party. Um, okay. You might and I'm wanna... not going to necessarily RP the party talk, but... That's uh, fine. But, y'all, the... Um, I was thinking the Nest of Ravens thing on top of the Blue Water Inn... And thinking the rogue card, remember we had that, um, and the reading was, I see a nest of ravens, there you will find the prize. I mean, I'm thinking maybe the Blue Water Inn might be a good place to go, but I'm happy to, I mean, um, Sashana had talked about the dragons, and I'd like to hear more about that potentially, And but I don't know, what do y'all think? Jack will second the in idea and I thought, say, I thought he might. <laughs> hell no to dragons. <laughs> Who do we want to ask? Or 
So I'm is contemplating, I'm contemplating whether I want to have that conversation in public or not. About the dragon. Oh. Well, right now it's just us, right? So we can establish that it's just the, the party. Um, Ismark says to you all, um, friends, um, I'm going to take Irina and we're going to go find Father Lucian. I want to get her settled so that if we can park her here for a little bit, that might be um, in everyone's best interest. And plus, I want her to feel comfortable with um, with what we're doing. So um, let me uh, excuse myself. Before you leave. I, I oh, sure. Want- do, are either of you familiar with the Silver Dragons? With the Order of the Silver Dragons? Um, so a couple of things happen when you ask that question. Um, okay. Ismark says, "Well, I mean, it's 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 a it's a legend. You know, we were told about it as kids, sort of like the, you know, the Silver Dragons, the Order of the Silver Dragons, and the dragon who lived in the West, but." Uh, that's all I really know about it, but but Arena has this look on her face, almost like somebody trying to recall a thought that you can't articulate. There's something about the way you asked the question; it it it, it triggered something um, with her. And I see that. You you would know you would notice that Quill would notice that I'm not so sure everyone else would notice it but the two of you would definitely. I'm, I'm very carefully yeah. watching both of them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's it's almost like you're sparking some recognition in her, but she can't quite get it out. Which is actually you know a, a feeling or a sense that you, Shoshana, are very aware of because it happens to you all the time. Well, I don't know if it's going to be relaxing, but it's going to be uh, in order. I'll be right back. We won't be gone long. And uh, I recommend the hot stone treatment. (laughs) (sighs) Foreigners. Okay, (laughs) they leave um, briefly. So, so the the core of you now have some modicum of privacy. Um. Should you want it. You didn't ask for it, but it just gives me a break from having to RP and stuff. So, go. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking for a second. So, so um, we're still in the room that had the, the food and everything. Yeah, you're in the kitchen. The commissary, whatever. I'm going to sit down and kind of wave people over. I've, I've mentioned a couple times the Order of the Silver Dragon. Do you all know this, this story? Not familiar to me. I don't know anything about dragons. <laughs> Silver dragons are, are almost godly beings. I am, I am a paladin of the Order of the Silver Dragon. The silver, the, uh, found my notes. <laughs> Wait, so are they dragons or are they people? <laughs> we, were, we were people, but we followed the silver dragon. 
Um, Argonhost was the silver dragon who came who came here long ago. And he, he had a castle and and all was well here. Long, long, long ago. Strahd came and, and brought this evil upon the land. The Order of the Silver Dragon, for the most part, died in that in that last battle. We, we fought them many times. I'm here to fight them again. Right. Are there any other? Are there any other members of the? Knights, Order of the Silver Dragons, uh, lurking about? There is family of the Order around. I believe I am the last of them. So, um, make an intelligence check, Shoshana. Because of the unique relationship that you have with your host and with your and with this place, you would know that there is an opportunity to channel some of the dragon, the, the order of the silver dragons. You may not recall exactly how, but your sense is it's some point you're probably going to want to check out that house that he mentioned is it is it that's outside of town right? it's outside of town it's not it's not it, you don't feel like it's eminent but you just sort of explain and they say is there anybody else around you can say well I, I i think we might find some allies or some help there something along those lines is sort of that 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 intel with that with that kind of role and you know, your unique character, that's something that you would know. I, 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 my friends, I think we will want to visit that that um, house before we decide to take on Strahd. All right. Shall we adjourn to the tavern? You know, it's been a long and dusty day. <laughs> I think repairing to the tavern sounds like a damn fine idea. Yes. Okay. Night is uh, generally my time for walking, but I I agree. I believe that a a nice beverage and some rest would do us all some good. So um, y'all have been given refuge uh, at St. Andrews, which you can have a, you can stay there, although the accommodations are somewhat Spartan. Um. That is obviously where Irina and Ismark feel the safest. Um, Ismark says to you all bef- before a final decision is made, he says, you know, um, there are a lot of people in this town that know who I am. So I think it might be useful if I stayed here with Arena, Father Lucian, and let you guys scope out the blue water in your strangers They'll, they'll recognize you as strangers. They will not necessarily associate with you with me. I, I assume that's true. But Strahd has many spies. And so they may be very so there may be some people in there who are very aware 
of who you are and who you're traveling with. So I would play the cards as you as they're dealt to you. Um, but I think you might be able to find out a little more, and then we can regroup about you know where we would want to go. And in the meantime, um, I mean, I, y'all are up the street for me, but if I need your help, I'm gonna find a way to send you a message either through the boy or something. I don't know. We don't have a means of communicating um, distances like that unless one of you magic users has got something that uh, I'm unaware of. And that, we can take care of that. Um, and with that, I am going to... For a second. I've got too many people open. <laughs> Um, I have a too many things open. <laughs> are you doing Gunloda or are you doing uh, Shoshana? Shoshana. Okay, sorry. I was confused on that. That's a Joe problem. Um, now, um, so I'm going to, I'm looking for the notes on it, but I'm going to create a lane between uh, Ismark and myself. Okay. Um, so we can communicate. And it's bi-directional? And yeah. is and is there a distance limitation? I'm looking at I'm looking at that now. Okay. Is it a spell? Uh it's a feature. Oh, okay. It's a feature. Okay. Not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Never mind. That's not gonna work. It's only thirty feet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just kidding. Good well, release. Uh, Light, light the uh, the North Tower. Uh. <laughs> One if by land, two if by land. Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, I think I, th- I think as long as y'all are back before nightfall, we'll be fine. Things that tend to get crazy around here, at least in the Barovia that I know, after dark. And so remember, right y'all had arrived at uh, Velaki. I, I think we said it was around one o'clock in the afternoon or so. Yep. Uh, by the time you kind of got to the church and had the conversation, you know, you're probably about three, three thirty, or so. I would say. Um, I'm not really keeping a, a solid beat on time, but that sounds reasonable to me. Um. So you know, you've got a little bit of daylight left, but. Um, you know, I, I don't suspect it's something you're wanting to be immediately back for. And plus, you're in the you're in a a, a town that is surrounded by a, a pretty significant palisade, and you've got guards at the at the door. So, if there is a threat, it's probably within the palisades already, or flying over the top of them, so. or flying over the top, saying sur- we, surrender. Positive Surrender Dorothy, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shoshana, what did you say? We're also in kind of a positive town. Yeah, you're in a, yes, exactly. There, there, you, there are friends here. Yes, you, you, yes, you do get that sense. Okay, so, um, Irina and Ismark are going to stay behind so the DM doesn't have to be that creative. And, <laughs> I mean, uh, because that's what they would do. And, uh, sure. you all head up Absolutely. The, you all head up the road to the Blue Water Inn, um, which you would know as the 
Velaki's main gathering place for locals, especially at night, which you're going to try to be out of there by that. Um, you make your way up the road. The same gray smoke is, is issuing from the chimney. It is a two-story wooden building with a stone foundation and a sagging tile roof. Uh, upon which those ravens that I mentioned before. Although before you saw nine, there seems to be a little more. You know, maybe um, six more. So you got about uh, Hitchcockian a number of ravens. Sure, quite. sure. There, there is no, and there's this this booth of no. Um, <laughs> Tippy Hedren, right? Yes, sir. Yep, I see yep, a hand, yep, I see yep. a hand raised by a cat. Sorry, <laughs> random question. Sure. Uh, for the DM, just because I was, you know, underwater. Yeah, absent. Um, more on that later. But um, <laughs> is this town similar to the last town in that the windows look weird? No, uh, actually, what this this town's got a completely different vibe. The architecture is still the same. Um, there is a sense of optimism in this town that you did not get out of Barovia. Um, you're not so sure if it's a an actual smile or a painted smile, but it is a smile nonetheless. Okay. Um, but the but the vibe there's a bit more bustling in the street. It's not that uh, that dark and forebodingness. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more. Yeah, there's a different energy. It's a different vibe. All together, okay. yeah. A smile, and everyone is following. Yeah, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Okay, cool. No, 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 I wasn't sure, like, what the the vibe of the whole, like, because I remember the last was it that was the town of Barovia, right? The village of Barovia. Yep. See into the windows. It was like they were reflecting back at you. Correct. Now, y'all haven't really investigated any of the houses here, but but for all intents and purposes, um, the vibe is different. Okay, cool. Okay. So, um, you arrive at the Blue Water Inn. Let me do, 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 do this for the DM because we can. Not what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. Open in a new window and move it over here just so I can see a better view of the tavern. Okay. Um, so you, you walk in the tavern. Um, oh, where am I trying to go? Okay. Um, so talk about the several ravens or perch. Then you asked me the question, got me off track. That's me, not you. A painted wooden sign hanging above the main entrance depicts a blue waterfall. And then you enter in to um, the area and there are it's, it's a tavern you know there's a bar in the back of this room um, there's tables to both your left and your right um, there are people um, gathered around um, you can tell that there's like signage that kind of gives you a sense of sort of the fees for this kind of place that includes you know there's a, a cost for the night there's a cost for food there's um you know, um, cost for the the mash, which they have two different types of pints. They have a, a purple grape mash number three, which is a wine. 
And then they have a pint of what is known as the Red Dragon Crush. Um, the the Great Mash number three, you can see, says three copper pieces um, on the little chalkboard that they have. And then the Red Dragon Crush is for one silver piece. So you kind of get a sense there might be a quality difference between the two. Um, is going to take a pint of the more expensive one. So you're going to go to the bar and order. Absolutely. Okay. So I was just going to to rush up to the bar and ask the bartender what the, what their, what their, (laughs) um, how special he is. Gunload is doing this? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm right behind her. So, (laughs) so this, this human, uh, is standing behind the bar and he looks down at, uh, Gunloda and her enthusiasm because she's staring at the, the taps behind him and, um, She's probably even telling him a little bit about, you know, her experiences as well. And then he sees the cat and he's kind of, he, he, he's taken aback by uh, rain, but not in a way that you're used to. I mean, you're used to people seeing you and going, huh. But, but he almost looks at you like at first you're a, you're a, he, he looks at you at first like you might be a threat and then he relaxes. It's like he gets his wits about him. You know, and you know, he, you know, he maybe have thought you were like a, a shape changer of some sort. I don't know, um, but but you can kind of see that he relaxes and he says, um, uh, "Sure, uh, you, uh, you want the, the the red dragon crush? Is that what you said? Well, is that your uh, house specialty there? Oh, that's our that's our that's our prime wine." Oh, well, uh, bring 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 us a couple of flagons of that, if you will, good sir. Okay, just a couple. There, there. I thought I saw you walk in with a few folks. Uh, well, you know, yeah, be uh, all for that in a picture. Well, it's 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 a silver piece. It's a silver piece per pint. How many pints would you like? Well, bring us uh, bring us around for the for the crew here. Wait, are we talking pints of wine? It's trouble. I am reading here a pint of wine. Y'all could split it if you don't want to have it all to yourself. It's, up. it's been a it's been a long day. Bring me bring me a pint of wine. I'd like a spritzer, please. Um, I guess it would be something similar to a mead. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like okay. That. But you don't drink mead at pints either, right? You don't. Because you can't have a flagon of mead. It's been a long day. Don't talk about my drinking habits, Joe. Jesus. <laughs> wow. You don't. Wow. You're. With that wild said, animal a pint of whiskey. Pint. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. See, like that's. <laughs> I mean, mead's not on the same ABV level as whiskey, but still. You still don't want to drink a yeah. Look, I would, yeah, I wouldn't I, drink a pint of that. All right. Yeah. To be fair. I didn't write the story. I'm reading it not. as it's written here. I can still mock you for it. You know, Hang on. You it, can't it, stop uh, me from mocking you. I'm not making you guys use this EP currency that nobody uses in D&D. Oh, can we? Oh, yeah. I do want Electrum. I want to call it Ethereum just because. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, um, so he goes, uh, I think you'll like it. My, my family, uh, 
bruised this personally. And with that gun load, it's like, oh my gosh, tell me more. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but um, he says, y'all, y'all, y'all get you a table over there, and I'll, uh, I'll send my wife over with a, with a, all the pints for you. Make them last. He looks at you, Jack. Make them last. <laughs> As I just chug it. So, <laughs> so there's a couple options. There, there are two tables that are round that hold about six people. And then there's two long tables that hold six to eight people. And then there's just sporadic other tables around. Do you want one of the ones in the middle? Do you want, there's one over kind of in the corner over by the window. And then there's one on the opposite side that is uh, closer to where the stairs come down from the, the tavern. Where, where would you like to, to corral? What sort of gives you a good view of the room? Uh, either of the, the round tables in the middle. Plus, you'd well, I, don't, I, I don't like middle. Middle is not a good yeah. answer. No. I, yeah, middle is a good ambush spot. Eights, I don't want to be in the middle of the room. So, no, I'll put my back to a wall somewhere. So, right, yeah. well, then that would be. So, you have two options for that. You notice uh, Quill. No, you wouldn't notice Quill because you weren't there. Uh, Shoshana would notice that the two hunters that you saw, um, as y'all walked past, are still sitting in the bar. They're sitting at a table um, over on the. Um, the far side of the bar, up against the wall, kind of at the bottom of the stairs against the outside wall. Um, they're sitting there, and they have uh, their pints in front of them. They don't look like they went for the higher dollar. One. Is this the, is this the, uh, the hunters that we ran into outside? The ones that you saw going in. Right. That, um, right. Yeah. Um, also, um, this is like real life. I, we can't figure out what table we're going to sit at. I, I, well, <laughs> well, one other thing is in, in, in one of the other tables in the far corner. So on the opposite side. So I guess the, so this is a room. Hmm, it's about 20 by 20 by 40. Okay. And it's twenty between the door and the bar where you just ordered, and then it's four. And then it's forty long ways. Let me see if I can't. I might actually have a. Well, not easy to do with this. Um, there are. If if um, the first ten feet are at the bottom, and the last ten feet of the forty are at the top. In the first ten feet, there is a table that has six chairs, and then it's against the wall. Next to it, sort of right as you come in the door, is a table that holds two. Sitting at that table um, is a half-elf bard sitting there uh, with some meat in front of him, but he doesn't appear to be drinking, and he just seems to be watching everybody. How do we know he's a bard? What instruments does he have? Uh... A piccolo. Uh, okay. <laughs> Make us next time. Man, the jokes tall. write themselves, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So next time. So then you have the two round tables. Then there's two standalone tables, kind of perpendicular to maybe they're parallel, I guess, to the uh, the round tables. And then there's another long table that is perpendicular to the round tables and one of those two tables that are parallel to the round tables on the furthest one from the gentleman sitting there, the half elf 
person that you think might be a bard just because of his flamboyant dress and his piccolo, piccolo. flute sticking out of his pocket. How dare you just assume <laughs> and his all of us bards <laughs> dress flamboyantly? You want to tell us? You want to tell us how you're? <laughs> in my in my leather pants, yeah. open leather vest with no shirt and leopard print headband. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's rude of you. I know. <laughs> well, I All see right. his piccolo, and I want to go sit next to him. Who is who is at the other table? But well, he's at a table for uh, two with two people already there. Correct? So no no no. So 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 so, so he's at a table for two by himself in the okay. corner watching everybody. The right, other listen, Jack, go talk to the uh, to the bard then. But there was somebody else that you were in the midst of describing. Yeah. So, the two guys that you saw walk in that were clearly hunters, they are on the upper end of the bar on the right at a table for two with some mead, kind of talking amongst themselves. And you can tell they've been there a while and they've had a lot of mead. They're, 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 they're kind of... They're very pleasant. They're not loud and rambunctious. They're not a problem. But they've been there for a while. The guy in the corner that I mentioned uh, is just kind of watching everybody, including y'all. I mean, he's just like people watch it, you know. He's that guy at the Starbucks that's just sitting at the back just kind of watching people come and go. Um, there are some the, – the round tables in the middle are available. Uh, and and the, the table to the south or closest to where the guy is by himself is available. And that's the one that is probably the one that's going to give you the ability to have your back to the wall and give you some measure of cover. The other, um, the of the two round tables, I'm sorry, one of the round tables is is taken up as well as the, the far table. So your choices is a, your choice is a round table or that, that table down by the guy that I mentioned. There are some people sporadically sitting at the bar. Um, and there you go. I think, th- think the table down by the guy that you mentioned is uh, the table uh, that we're going. Okay. So there's a, so y'all kind of circle around there and you're sitting in the bar. And as you do that, a woman, uh, female, um, human rather, a uh, woman and female are probably, redundant. <laughs> I was going to say, thank you. <laughs> you know, this is, this is professional D and D folks. Do not try this at home. Um, actually do try this at home it's a great game please I, I insist um, she brings you the, 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 the mead or the, the wine and she starts presenting it to you all and she says uh, my husband told me that y'all wanted the fine wine this is this is a, our family vintage I hope you enjoy it it's, uh, it's hard to come by but it's good and she serves you is there anything else I can get you folks um, while you get settled I'll take a menu. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, we have bread and we have some soup. Okay. Can you uh, put the soup in a bread bowl? <laughs> <laughs> she she, she looks at, she here. looks at Jack with his pants, his vest, and his headband. <laughs> and um, I feel like I'm being judged right now, and I don't uh, appreciate it. And she says, um, "Are are are you here for the for the festival? Are you part of the show?" There's a festival. Jack got really excited about that one. Yeah the the Blazing Sun Festival. <gasps> they, they yes. Part of that. Yes, I am. 
I, that that's an interesting choice. Why? I uh, just being polite, sir. How? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a uh, festival for a god. Okay. <laughs> Jack doesn't care. Oh, Jack it's was well. Y'all would have y'all would have brought Jack up to speed on on what the plans were. Yeah, but Jack barely. Remembers. Yeah, I know. Um, can I perform at it? Not my job to tell you you can or can't. <laughs> I would talk to uh, the Burgermeister if you dare. I mean, would like. <laughs> I thought we were, we were already going to see him anyway at some point, right? Then we just get from back on? No, no, that was Father Lucian. They all have the same accent. <laughs> <laughs> now who's, we haven't now, met, now, we haven't met now, this Burgermeister. Now, now yeah, who's judgy? A, and this one's still alive, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we haven't burned down his house, so that's good. <laughs> we haven't, yeah. Uh, give it's us like time. A whole new start. Give us time. <laughs> it's a new day. All right. Um, I hope you all have appreciated the name of the episodes: "The Road to Nowhere," "Burning oh, Down." Oh yeah, house. No, that wasn't good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, actually, well, I, I, like I want some bread. Yeah, I'm good. gonna, I'm gonna throw a copper coin on her tray and, and uh, you know, say, "Can you bring us some bread, please?" That'd be great. Maybe soak up some of that. Hey, you know wine I'm getting ready to drink. <laughs> uh, sure, sure, sure. She she heads off. Order another glass of wine and then go to the barn because I'm going to go hang out with him. Uh, oh, okay. Sakana is going to have have taken a, a a spot where she can see the room and very carefully watching the guy who's watching the room. Okay. But, but not like not being creepy about it, but. Because, because that's how you roll. You know, I am creepy, so. That is true. I wasn't going to say. All right. Um, so you. Um, just trying to look up a few things here. You so go ahead. So just people of interest, we've got the two hunters. Yep. We've got the uh bard. Mm-hmm. Uh we've got the people watcher. Right. Were there others that sort of stuck out to us? Or that's kind of our our list of you know Well, I mean, you know, the other folks are just sort of um Are just sort of there, you know. That's, they're, they're yep. yeah, they're just for color, background noise, you know. You know, sometimes you walk into these taverns and there's like all these people that you're called out that are very specific. In this instance, it's really more about just sort of saying, okay, there there is some some structure and some some uh, some liveliness to this place, just because it is a it is a very yeah. I so. I know that she has already walked away. When she brings the bread back, I'm going to I'm going to look and see if if our uh, ob- observant friend is ha- where his uh, beverage level is. Well, these are not like glasses; they're more like metal. They're pewter. Pewter, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're not yeah. going to necessarily have a feel for. But you could probably judge by. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's oh, he's he's good. nursing he he's nursing it. 
and Jack's double fisting. Jack's double fisted. <laughs> and so Jack, you, you head over to the table where the, uh, the, the, the colorful man in the corner is sitting. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to order a, a second beverage. Okay. When she, when she comes back. Uh, sure. And she, she takes the order and says, that'll be, that'll be a silver piece, please. Okay, thank you. I'll I'll put that on account so that your next one won't. We'll we'll, we'll call it prepay. Okay. So Jack, you head over to the table where the other guy is um, sitting, and do you just sit down on your own, or do you ask to be seated? Uh, no, I'm just gonna sit down because I'm sit that down. kind of person. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say, hey friend, you here for the festival? And he kind of, he has his um, drink in his hand and he's just kind of puts it down on the table and he eyes you for a minute. He says, um, well, I've been in town for a few festivals. I'm not necessarily here for, bless you, bless you, my friend. Um, <laughs> this big, like, long-haired, heavy rock dude just... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Anyway, um says I'm I'm I've been here for many festivals. I'm not necessarily here for the festival. Um but obviously I'll be here. Um are you here for the festival? You kind of look like a festive kind of person. Yeah, I am. I'm, yeah, I want to perform in it. Are oh, you are you a it? are you a fellow circus person? Circus? No, I. I'm a performer. Damn it! <laughs> How um, dare you call me part of the circus? Oh boy. So, um, yeah, I, tomato, tomato, my friend. Tomato, no, tomato. Wait, no. Those are two totally different things. I'm a performer. Um, I'm a rock star. I'm getting upset. Yeah. Um, and he's 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 looking at you with not disdain or or anything. It's just more like, oh, sad. One of those. No pity. One of those. What do you mean by that? Um, forgive me, friend. I I I am a a carnival ringmaster, and and I have see I work with many um, performers, as you say, um, and. Uh, they do very well as a part of my circus. I didn't mean offense. Okay. I just saw the headband and the outfit, and you remind yes, me of somebody. Right. You remind me of somebody that I worked with long ago in a land far away that wore a very similar outfit. Only he had this um, this sword, and he could swallow that thing, and it would go all the way down his gullet, and then he would pull it right back out. Amazing, amazing performer. Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm a rock star, and I'm going to pull out Gwendolyn and just, be like, and just strum a few. And chords. so you, you play a G, a C, and a D, because those are the main, main three chords you have to know. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yes. Um, no, I saw that video. No, no controversial fourth chords. Nope. Yeah. Ironically, none of them are the E flat minor seventh. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
and uh, he says, "Well, that's uh, that's 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 um, that's something." Wow. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you needed while I'm sitting here enjoying my solitude? Yeah. Tell uh, me I, about these festivals. What uh, happens at them? Well, Since I'm. You've been to a few. I'm. I'm uh, an out of towner myself. Um, I mean, I'm really not from these parts. Um, no, I get that part. I mean, there've just been different festivals, all kind of the all is well, be good, whatever vibe that this place seems to have. Um, that's all I can really tell you. They're they're they happen every week. You can't be here long without one. It's almost like it's almost like being at a place where every day at the same time there's like a parade and it's the same thing. Sometimes there's a prince. Other too, sometimes there's place? a princess on the float. Sometimes there's a mouse on the float. Now we're really gonna get sued. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different parade. So I mean, it's I, I you know what I applaud these people. They're trying to keep their spirits up. Could be worse. They could be making tributes from all their places and making people fight each other to the death. They're not doing that. Oh. Do are all the other towns that you've been to similar to this one? Um out outside of Barovia? No, they're very different. Okay. Outside he said outside of Barovia. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's anything else I can ask at the top of my head that I'm thinking of. Unless somebody else has something they think I should be asking. Well, I'm always looking, I'm always looking for new acts. So you let me know. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, this is very interesting. I'd love to see your performance and see what it, see, see, see if it makes difference. You know, we can, uh, Maybe figure something out. Yeah, Jack's a performer. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. Do you perform? You're a ringmaster. I'm a ringmaster. So you just lead. I never really tell people that I have any musical ability. My ability... Despite having a piccolo on you. Oh, well, this, and he pulls it out. And, and, yeah. and a closer look. Whoa, it's whoa, a- not in the park. No. <laughs> <laughs> there are children. Wait, are there children here? There shouldn't be. There children. are. There are two children actually. Whoa, whoa. Uh, two children. Uh, two children approach that have delivered yeah. the food, the bread, and the, the stuff that you've ordered. Um, they laws. appear to be the children of the 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 woman. Child labor man. laws. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, uh, but with piccolo. that, he pulls out his piccolo and he says, "Oh, this this thing." And you look at it, and it's a, it's a pewter piccolo. And what you notice is that there is a just because you're across from him and he's showing it to you, so there's not a lot of discovery you would need to do here. There is an etching of um of a of a monkey uh, in his piccolo. That's kind of part of the design. It's very ornate, very meticulous. Do I recognize that etching? I mean. Is it- I uh, would you would Jack recognize what a monkey is? 
yeah, but I don't know if it's a certain monkey symbol. No, no, no. He would say, but he would tell you that, oh, this is, I, I have a, I have a pet monkey named Piccolo and this is Piccolo's Piccolo. And so it's a, it's That's a thing. Horrible. And I hate everything about well. that. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm you know. Oh no no no, that's part. just that's Shane speaking oh. outside of. Um, but I will say. Well, well the, that's jo- cool. jo- Joe this says Gwendolyn. I'm, oh, Gwendolyn's the love of my life. Uh, I that I I believe you. <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. So I, I'm guessing. I don't know you, what you expect more from Jack. I, I, I'm guessing you came in with those folks over there, and he points at the table, like right, literally. I mean, you guys can probably hear him say this because y'all are at the table next to him. I did. They're my buddies. Uh huh. Y'all, y- are y'all part of the festival, or are y'all here for some other uh, purpose? Uh, festival. Okay. Well, that sound that sounds nice. I hope y'all in. Y'all enjoy. Thanks. We'll see you there. Sure. And then I'm going to join the party again. No, I don't feel like we got a lot of information out of the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... We're going to see him at the festival. So I'm, I'm I'm watching the guy that's watching the room. Have I noticed anything... That I should be aware of, or anything that would catch my eye. Um. Talking to? Yeah. He was talking to Marty. Oh. Is that who you're talking about? You're observing him. I'm. I'm observing the guy that's observing the room. That's him. That's the guy. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Okay. I thought there was somebody else. Nope. That is the guy. He's continuing to watch the room. He's watching everybody though. He's not just watching y'all. He's watching the he's watching the two hunters. He's watching the people that are sitting at the table. He's watching the people. He's even watching the bartender and the maid and all those folks. He's just observing. So, what else would you like to do? Yes. So. Uh... I mean, I'd like to talk to the hunters, but I can't figure out an angle for how to do that. Um, you could nudge Gunloda and she could. Because she would do it in a heartbeat. That's true. Well, I'm also thinking about. I and keep watching everybody. Well, I'm also thinking about Quill because he's the wood elf oh, ranger yeah. type. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. And so the people watching guy isn't doing anything. He just keeps watching people. He's watching everybody. He's you know, he's the he's the guy. Yes, he's the guy. Um, all right. Well, what about the hunters? I mean, uh, I can go. You know what? I can go talk to the hunters. Say howdy. Sure. Ask him if uh, you know. Kind of like the whole fishing thing, uh, you know. How how was your luck? Okay. Kind of a kind of deal. I'm interested in doing some hunting myself. So you head over to the table and yeah. say, "Hey, fellas, how's the hunting going?" Yeah, something like that. You know, I, all they got here is bread and soup, and I need a little meat. So, um, you know, I was wondering what kind of what kind of game there is in these areas. So, um, 
to make sure I get the names right. <laughs> um, one of them um, says, uh, he's got this, um, oh, slur to his voice. He says, I I I I I think you might be mistaking me for somebody somebody else. Uh, I'm 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 not a hunter. I'm I just like this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very nice one. Well, I, I like it too. Uh, well, I, I, thank you, sir. Um, um, thank you. <laughs> can I can I buy you another beverage? Oh sure 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 yep do. yep yep that be and my, my brother too or just me? Yeah yeah I'll give both of y'all uh, uh, the beverage. Uh, uh, so when, extra one just send that one over. <laughs> well what this is what the, well we've been drinking the 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 number three is that what y'all are drinking? No man I'm gonna step you up let's uh let's get the good stuff. Okay. Whoo. Okay. Because is number two the good stuff? I don't know. I I don't remember honestly which which one which one which but I think number three was the uh, the cheap one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, good stuff. Mm. Yep. So y'all y'all brothers, you you live around here? You traveling or, or what you doing? Uh, we 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 live we live around here. Our, our, with our mama. Oh, you've been here your Aww. whole life. Yep, yeah, my my mama, our mama. Yeah, with their mama. <laughs> she's she, she she's a big wig in this town. <clears throat> oh yeah, where did she do? Out. Um, um, she's my mama. Oh, <laughs> uh, this guy's cute. I love him. <laughs> oh, mom's boy. Said said said. So tell us about you guys. Y'all, 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 y'all look good. Where, you, where are you from? Oh, we're from all over the place. We uh, we just kind of came together. We're on a, on a on a mission from God. Oh, <laughs> wow! And it's it's almost nighttime out there. I hope you guys have got enough fuel to get you where you want to go. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably hang out here tonight. But uh, you said your mama was a big wig. Uh, what what is she doing in this town? Uh, she she's she's rich. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's not a bad uh, thing to do. So, yep. <laughs> well, I I sure appreciate the good conversation. <laughs> I'll see you later. You bet. And thank you for th this. And he holds my, up his, my pleasure. His sloshes around and such. <laughs> Even Jack knows that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> and uh, now, ironically, as you're kind of finishing up this conversation, two other gentlemen enter the bar, and they are also dressed in hunter's attire. Um, and they are actually bringing in Quarry. 
and you see they have some um, wolves' uh, pelts, or, well, carcasses, really, over their shoulders. Like, these are fresh kills. And um, they, they kind of walk in with a level of um, um, bombacity. Bom- Mr. Bombastic. Oh, that's Shaggy. <laughs> Never mind. Um, they walk in with some bom- um, bombacity, and they say, Erwin! We got you some fresh meat for your for your patrons. And they and Erwin says, Yep, just take it on in the back. And so these guys trudge on through with their kill and they take it back to where you think is the some sort of prep area. Because one of the things you also noticed on the menu was wolf steak. Oh, wolf steak. Yeah. So <laughs> I bet that is tasty. <laughs> I was about to say, I bet our cat would like that. <laughs> yeah. Eat the animal. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit. Rain, Rain uh, you want to you try wolf steak? Take one for the team, see, see what that's I like. Mean, I mean, I mean, fellas, I, I don't know. That uh, sounds a little gamey to me. <laughs> you might have to soak that. It's, uh, it's gummy. It's brine for a while. Yeah. It's gummy. Uh, yeah. This is sure is an interesting place. Have y'all have y'all y'all gleaned any any sort of insight into what's going on around this place? There's a festival. Well, that's we about it. Festival, but yeah, the, the people uh, we've there's going to be a circus at the festival. I mean, the people we've talked to have been uh, widely unhelpful. This place sure is weird. Yeah. So. Quill and Shoshana notice that the bartender is periodically glancing over in your direction. Um, you're unclear if it's just he's trying to be a good patron and make sure that if you need your iced tea refilled that it's happening or if it's Ew. something more. Sorry, I don't like iced tea. Okay, you can't be on a channel called Geek in Southern and say something. Of all the offensive things that we've probably said on this channel, that is probably the most offensive. Hold on now. You have known that I'm a northerner and not a southerner. And you invited me. We didn't know you were a savage. That's true. You invited me to this channel knowing full well that I was a northerner and that I was probably going to play the only northerner character. <laughs> trying to to understand you and your southern wiles and ways <laughs> but i will tell you i do not like me some some tea sweet tea sweet tea i was Ice gonna tea. say at, at least either, being from either iced or sweet tea at least being from prefer... michigan you could play jack like he was kid rock come on so I, we don't like uh, kid rock i don't like <laughs> kid rock uh, i'm more an m&m person you're gonna like michigan i've been kind of looking at this here bartender and uh He's got my ears perked up, if you know what I mean. Because you're a cat. Well, uh, <laughs> similar to that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, well, I, I reckon I'm going to sashay myself over here to the bar and see if I can uh, chat up the bartender a little bit and see, see what might be going on around here. So, uh, I'm going to make my way over uh, to the bartender. Okay. And uh, I, I'm going to order uh, another uh, mead. Sure. From him. The uh, the Red Dragon's Crush. Yeah, absolutely. That okay. was fantastic. 
tasty beverage. Tasty beverage, good sir. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Like I said, it's my family's, my family's brew. Now it, it is, um, it's a bit scarce. So, uh, I'm happy to serve mm. you some more, but uh, we're, we are eventually going to wait. We're, we're late for a supply. We don't know why we haven't gotten a, a more recent supply, but uh, that's one of the reasons why we've had to go up on the price. But let me, uh, let me uh, get you some. And uh-huh. he goes and he, he goes over to the, the cask and he pours it and he brings it back and he goes, there you go, my friend. I um, you, now, if I may ask you, good sir. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Do you have, a, did, did, I didn't catch your name. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. My name is Irwin. Irwin. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you. My name, my friends call me Rain. Nice to meet you, Rain. I got to say, you're you're one of the most interesting people I believe I've ever met. I hope I don't mean that. Uh, I don't mean that offensively. Uh, as you can imagine, we don't get people that. Um, I'm just gonna. I I don't know any other way to say it. We don't get a lot of people that are are your your kind here. And so, uh, please forgive me if I was staring at you when you came in in a, an no, unusual sir. way. It is. Uh, it comes with the territory. Yeah, no, I, I can imagine. All my, all my life, uh, especially when I pass through places. So, uh, how how long how long your people uh, been in this in these parts? Well, um, me and my family, we're, we're from here. As as I mentioned, the 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 wine is is made uh, is is made by my family. Yes, uh, in fact. Uh, my, my father, you know, he likes to call himself the wizard of wines. Um, and so uh, we, we rely on him. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I like to call him the old crow personally. Um, but that's just a father-son thing. You, 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 maybe you understand that. But he is my supplier, and, um, you know, we do take pride in what we do. Yeah, our uh, our uh, gun loader. You you met her. Oh, the little the little feisty one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's a she's a uh, feisty one there, but she she makes some fine fine moonshine. I she mentioned something about that. I I honestly can't say I've ever partaken in something like that. I I will have to ask her about that. But but I have a question. That one over there with the headband is he is is he okay? Oh. Oh yes, sir. That's just Jack. He's he's special. It's just me. Just Jack. Um, yeah, it's just Jack. He's special. So, well, so we're passing. We we just we're just passing through your fine town here, and uh, I just kind of uh, it, it seems like a, a fantastic, fantastic place. Uh, is there? Do you, are you concerned about your uh, about your people? You said you you were expecting a supply, but but it hadn't come in yet. Are you you concerned about your about your people? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. He just did a really low insight check on you. He's trying to check your intentions, but he did a crappy roll. <laughs> <laughs> I think you love me. Um. So he thinks you're sincere. Um, <laughs> Very sincere, yes. Sir. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I've been. Uh, I mean, my 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 dad and I don't get along that well, but you know, there's a there's there's a family relationship, and then there's a business relationship, 
And it is not like him to not follow through on the business relationship. Oh, yeah. So to answer your question, I am concerned Uh, that we haven't gotten a delivery in a while. Uh, I'll give him a, I'll, I'll roll uh, inside on him as well. Sure. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. He seems to be telling you the truth about his concern about his family. Okay. Uh, well, uh, being my, my little party is, is just kind of stopping through here. I mean, we, we, we might be able to run up and look in on, on him if, if, if you think that would help. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'd be much obliged, um, but y- you forgive me. I mean, we just met. Um, wh- what's your purpose here? What, what are you, what are you trying to do? Well, well, sir, uh, we met some, we met some folks where, where we're from and, uh, we're just good mountain people. Most of us. And, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we had a feller wanted to bring us to 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 help him out a little bit and uh uh meet his meet his folks and, uh well you know how 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 barovia is we've we've learned uh since it's a little bit hard to get away from here um so we're just kind of adventuring our way across the land trying to you know get some uh make up a little cash to get some food and, uh, you know, help some folks out while we're here if we can. And he leans in and he whispers to you. Are you the party they're traveling with? Is Mark? Um, let's see. How, uh, how should I roll this? Um, do you want a deception check or what? I mean, he's asking you, he's asking you privately, discreetly. Right. Not in a kind of a shady way. So do I get a sense that you can roll a, um, perception check or an insight check on that Uh, question? He's asking you a question. So you might want to roll an insight check. Yeah, six of one on my uh, on my uh, ability there. So uh, try see. this one. Oh well, hell, that's the same thing I rolled last time. Which is thirty uh, twenty seventeen uh, okay. plus three. So yeah, uh, yeah, he he is showing genuine interest and concern. Okay, I mean it's a All legit right. question. It doesn't appear to be a sinister question. Okay. So I'm going to kind of look around and, and make sure there's nobody really within earshot and kind of speak back to him in a real. Kind so of- as you look around, you're sitting at the bar closest to the table that you came from. So you're kind of off to the side. And so there is a discreet, there's nobody really to your left. Back over your right shoulder, you're going to see some people sitting at that round table that had people at it, but right. they don't look like they're paying attention to you. There okay. are some people sitting further down at the far end of the bar, but they're out of earshot. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to kind of give him a little, you know, you know, a little kind of nod, but not like, I don't want to like vocally say anything, you know, just sure. in case. So I'll just kind of give him a little, you know, yeah, that's what's up kind of, 
kind of thing. So I'm guessing that y'all are uh, looking to take on the man in the castle. Well, uh, I don't know about all that, but uh, I know he sure is an interesting fella. We've run up on him a couple of times. He's he's a he's a thing. Yeah, well, I can tell you this, my friend. This is a place that's really hard to uh, to trust people. Oh, oh, yeah, I've noticed that a lot. But um, I think we can uh, maybe do a little uh, quid pro quo here. I've got something that might help you with your larger mission I keep it safe mm-hmm. and I'm willing to put it in the right hands that I think are worthy hmm okay if you I can uh, if you can help figure out what's going on with my wine supply uh-huh. I'd be willing <laughs> to uh, let you all look at it tell me if you think it might be um Useful. It's a. It's an artifact that. Uh, and he kind of looks around like. Uh, that belonged to that man in the in the castle. Mm. Might, well, uh, might sir, be. Uh, always interested in shiny things, if you know what I mean. Well, it's this is not a shiny thing. This is. Uh, this is like a volume. That might uh, give you some insight. But uh, I don't want to say too much more about it. You help me with the wines. You help me figure out what's going on with my wines. And I'll see what we can't do to put that in your hands. So what can you you tell me about uh, where where you're... uh your uh, pappy lives. <clears throat> well, um, it's or where uh, we might find this uh, winery. Yeah, no, it's 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 a fair question. I tell you what, let me. Uh, I don't. I'm not so sure that right now and here is the place to talk about it. You talk about it to your friends. Yes, sir. Make sure that everybody's on board with this, and I'll get with my can hear and just sort of let them know what I'm thinking so that uh, we'll know where to tell you how to get there and uh, sort of what you might expect. All right. Well, that sounds good. I'll check in with my folks here and uh, you do the same and uh, we'll figure out how to get back together. That sounds good to you. Uh, Yeah. So um, I'm going to go just talk to my wife and then uh, she's going to bring you over a tray and she'll She'll kind of give you an update on to uh, what you might need to know. All right. Does that sound sound reasonable? All right. Yes, sir. So he steps away. All right. And you step back and you go talk to your... My mug and I'm going to make my way back over to the table. So we're kind of out of away from everything, right? From the action of the main part of the bar, yeah. Well, you're back, yeah. You're you're kind of off the the beaten path there a little bit, right? 
All right, so I'm going to kind of relay what I just learned uh, from the from the bartender to to the party, and uh, just kind of lay it out there and and see what everybody thinks about it. So I'll be like, uh, well, so that's that's what I learned. Uh, that's something y'all sound sound like you might be interested in checking out. Yeah, for sure. You get a whole lot better uh, information than I did. Wait. I am. I'm sorry, guys. I'm look. I'm trying to find on the map where <laughs> the winery is. That's why I'm. Oh, you're I'm, good. You're good. I'm buying uh, dime. Oh no. Well, I, but you know what? Uh, Rain. The, the other thing is, if this guy has a tome or, or something that's going to you know tell us more about Strahd, right? Um, you know, absolutely. I, I don't think we got a choice but to to try and uh, and get our hands on that thing. We just need to figure out what's going on with this feller's wine supply. Maybe we get a little something for the road. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah, that's kind of what we've been here for, to just to try to help some folks out. And, and if we're and if we're going to leave at all, we've got to find a way to, to, to work on the, the man in the castle. So, right. yeah, I'm right with you. They really seem to be concerned about that feller here. Yeah. But, uh, this, uh, whatever this artifact is, it really seems like it might be something key to this whole mystery. Well, I'm thinking about those uh, Taroka cards as well again. I'm, uh -huh. I'm thinking about uh, there, this, what you were just saying sort of matches up with a couple of them. So I'm, I feel like this might be, or that, this might be the direction to go. Right. Uh, yeah, something about a something about a cask. So, Nestor Ravens and what did you say? What did you say he his he called his dad? His pappy. Uh, the, ra the Raven. No, I said he called him the old crow. The old crow. The old, old crow. crow. Mm-hmm. Is that what was his name again? I'm sorry. Um, the Irwin's the bartender. Irwin's the Irwin. bartender. Yeah, yeah. His dad's the old crow. Erwin Martikoff is his name, by the way. He didn't tell you the last part, but uh, I'm telling you. All right. And I'm just trying to find... Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. I just This map can... There's so many places on this map. This is a vast place, and so it's just a matter of knowing where everything is. Okay. I feel that way about, you know, uh, Canada, so... Life in general. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So, um, so with that, his, his wife, um, walks over and she brings you a tray and she's got a thing of meat on it. And then she, she hands, she places it down and there's a piece of paper under it that normally would look like a napkin to anybody observing from a distance. But, but you rain noticed that it's, it's, it's a handwritten note and the note basically says that the Wizard of Wines is um, south and west of here. Um, off of the uh, Old Sphalic Road, past the Salinka Pass. Southeast, you say? Southwest. Southwest. Uh, southwest, yeah. And, um, I mean, so... The what pass? Salinka. 
So it's 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 past the past the lunar. Well, well I, again, I, 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 Ismark's not with you, so I don't want to kind of talk the way he would. But um, you get a you know it, it's it's basically in the southwest past the Solinka Pass. You know, and there's a little like a handle written map that identifies the Solinka Pass, so you know it's like at the next turn off from there. Are we able to tell about how far that is? I mean, do we do we suspect it's like a day's journey, two days journey? Well, let's see here. Um, Did Irwin write this to scale? Uh, <laughs> right. Probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> One centimeter equals uh, ten about, miles. Yeah. It's <laughs> about that far. Uh, it's a few hours. It's journey. a few hours away. I mean, nothing in Barovia is super far. I mean, it's. It's probably about a four-hour. It's from Brevard to Rosman. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's you know. Okay, well, uh, thank um, goodness it was uh, Martikova. Has she left already or is she still hanging out? Martikov. And, um, you know, she's, you know, she's one of these modern ladies. Her, she gets tattoos? Yes, she gets <laughs> tattoos. Um, she says no. She says yeah, my. All right, continue. My name is my, my name is Danica Dorakova, but you can call me Danny. All right, Danny. Thank you. Um, Irwin says you might want to at least see what he's got as an act of good faith. So maybe one of you could follow me upstairs. I mean, I'll never say lo- no to following a lady upstairs. Uh, I, I'm thinking you might want to send the smart one. <laughs> what does she mean by that? I'm going to suggest that well, I got an intelligence of 10, so I'm probably not your boy. Oh, yeah. No, not <laughs> me. <laughs> What's your, how's your arcana? Uh, arcana sucks. Never mind. Uh, I was just making a joke about Jack. It doesn't really need to be a smart person. No, you weren't. Uh, well, but you, no, you weren't. You weren't making a joke. Like religious. Oh, uh, oh I see. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yep, 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 yep. Arcana sucks, but I would think that I would. I, there's a possibility that I could see something. Does somebody have a good arcana? I'm plus zero. I've got plus two, but we could send well, Gunloda. Is it? It was. It was just arcana. Is there something else besides intelligence? Because I also don't have a good intelligence. History, maybe. I, have a I don't know. History would be good. History would be good. I mean, and actually, out of, out of all of you, Shoshana would probably be a good choice. I would think. This okay. is her jam, really. Uh, well, uh, Still insulted. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll second that nomination of uh, Sashana to go check this out. She's also, you know, a bit of a tank, so... So, um, you know, uh, Danny says, right this way, dear. 
and leads you up the stairs and you you go up to the the second floor of the tavern and then she takes you down part of the hallway that is clearly like their personal side of the house you know it's not where the guests would stay and she brings you into a room and closes the door and you see Irwin coming down out of the attic and he's clutching in his hands uh, a fabric that's wrapped around something and um, he looks at you in your paladin-esque and he goes and he sees the order of the silver dragon marking on you and it as he looks at that, it, it, his his posture almost, um, it's almost like he exhales, like, in a, in a very relaxing, calm kind of way. It brings him a sense of comfort. And he says, I, I think I'm, I've chosen wisely and at least sharing this with you all. Um... And he pulls back the fabric. And you see this this book, this wooden covered bound book that's got inlay of um, ornate metals, maybe copper, maybe something else that are kind of holding it. And there's a clasp that keeps it shut. And um, he pops open the clip and he just kind of flips it open to a, pl- a page that he's got um, bookmarked. And he hands it over to, for you to see and you see this handwritten scrawl and it reads I am the ancient. I am the land. My beginnings are lost in the darkness of the past. I was the warrior. I was good and just. I thundered across the land like a rat, like the wrath of a just God. But the war and the killing wore down my soul as the wind wears stone into sand. And with that, he just sort of closes the book and he goes... I think you might recognize what this is and how valuable it could be. So if you and your friends can faithfully solve the problem of the wines, I will entrust this into your care. And he wraps it and folds it over again. And he begins to take it back up as Danny is still standing in there with you and as he descend, as he ascends back up into the attic, you hear the movement and the cause of those ravens that you could see from the outside. And I think we're going to end it there tonight, guys. It's uh, ten twenty-two, and I think that would be a good place to pick up, um, where y'all can decide where you want to go after that. Great. That was good. Sounds good? Yeah. All right. So you have officially seen the Tome of Strahd. Woo! But you don't have it yet. So 
Uh, we'll be back. I'm going to just do this part so I can stop the recording. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, continue to watch for us on YouTube and Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. We're now on Apple Podcasts, by the way. Um, and uh, we're working to get some website stuff set up and Reddits and all that good stuff. So hopefully. Oh, yeah, we have a Reddit. We have a Reddit. I haven't oh, read yeah, it. I haven't announced that. I haven't read it yet. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys to say I want to take on a role or something. Uh, but well, all that will be in the stuff below. Give us a like and subscribe, and I'm gonna quit recording right about now. Thank you.